Let's Valentine. Yes. But. Oh, no. See, that's rule number one of improvisation. The most important thing for any Valentine is fun. And where are you going to find fun? Why, at a Winter Thunderland comedy show. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think we were plugging this early. Well, you said we're starting the show with well, a plug. I thought you might open the show before the plug. Well, we, we got to get the plug on. Show's open. <laughs> plug away. <laughs> on Sunday, February 25th, at the Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island, we will be doing a live show. It's Fun Bearables Winter Thunderland show. We're going to have stand-up, sketchy stuff. No, sketch, I meant sketch, sketch stuff. Sketch, right. Some sketchy stuff. It will stuff. be a little yeah, sketchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some podcasty, improvisational stuff. It's going to be like, kind of like a comedy variety show. Yeah. Really fun. Obviously, the three of us, our buddy Doug Key, one more comic, TBA, and uh, it's going to be really great. Go to funbearablepod.com to get tickets, to check out the all the info for the show, the flyer, and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, Sunday, February 25th, man. If you're in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, hope to see you there. A lot of people are uh, driving in from different places, and I'm super psyched that we're doing this. We've yeah, never it's really be done a fun one time. like this, yeah. you know? That's true, yeah. We, we've never done, like, we've done a couple of live podcasts, and we've done a bunch of, like, over the years, Christmas stuff and Halloween stuff together. Yeah. But never just, like, this random one. Well, yeah. it's always been, like, you guys are doing one of the shows that's yeah. pretty much the same structure. Yeah. yeah. And then you always have me on the show, yeah. and I'll do stand-up and then join you guys for things. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're finally just Balls. being like, let's call it what it is, yeah. all right? Yeah. No longer is this friends with minimal benefits. <laughs> this is a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Commitment. <laughs> just keeping it Valentine's-y. That's good. Very good. By the way, yes. I wanted to say this. Yes. I had a new idea for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, good. It. So... We all know Valentine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? He was that saint. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, it's a time for couples, mm-hmm. dating or married or whatever. Yeah, right. You know, it's complicated, whatever you want to call it. It is. But it's a romantic holiday. Yes. Mm-hmm. That some people have been like, hey, I'm not with someone. I don't have a partner. I don't have a dating person, whatever. Right. I want to still enjoy this. And there was Galentine's Day. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. As for single women to be like, you know, Women get things done. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know? uh, I wanted to introduce something because, you know, all three of us are uh, uh, good, positive gentlemen in each other's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we uh, uh, come from different backgrounds romantically. Right. Yeah. That sounded weird. Yep. But like, I'm married. I've yep. been married for 14 years. Yep. Chuck is single. He's out there. He's mingling. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, James Bond. I'm mostly a monk. Uh, Brad is mostly a monk. He took that test. Came yeah. out. Came back 100% that monk. Yeah. Uh, so. I was like, I swabbed my cheek for this? Like, yeah. I know. That was the most penetration you'd experienced <laughs> in a long while. <laughs> so, and you, you, I remember you were doing it. It was like so dry. Yeah. Uh, so disgusting. I'm sorry. But anyway, I created my own new version of that. Thank you. For like camaraderie friendship yeah you know yeah uh and i did a dry run of it on a college campus because i thought you know that's a fun way to do it yeah so i coined the phrase palentine's day Mm -hmm. so i had flyered at the college right uh you know i'm saying i'm pro like these pals being together for valentine's day yeah pro palentine Mm -hmm. and so i put up these flyers we're all meeting pro palentine uh and 
I will say a specific group of people mm-hmm. took umbrage. Yeah. They are of, of a similar religious background. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say to uh, any uh, members of faculty or staff at that particular college, I don't want to say the name of it because legally I don't think I'm allowed to. Right. But let's just say a university in Rhode Island. Yes. The university in Rhode Island. Yes. <laughs> uh, I want to apologize I didn't realize that it would create the uh, havoc that it created. (laughs) Havoc. Um, I am concerned because Ben Shapiro showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And that was tricky Uh because I'm not a big fan. Right. right? And uh, Brad, I know you're you're a huge fan of Ben Shapiro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I I, I get him confused uh, with... Ben Kenobi. Oh, okay. Yeah, you keep writing to Ben Shapiro going, help us, Ben Shapiro, you're (laughs) You're our only only hope. hope. Yeah. So that's Brad's other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, my pro Palentine's Day meetup was misconstrued. And and I'm sorry for that. Good job with elocution and that whole bit. Yeah. Thank you. It was very difficult not to say Palenstein. Yes. So Which by the way, that's a Mary Shelley wrote it. I was was gonna say that uh, you know, are you familiar with uh, the ooh, what is that called? The, the something effect where you think Mandela. you miss Mandela the Mandela effect. effect. Yeah. There's a Mandela effect with Palantine and Palenstein because people think it's Palenstein. Mm-hmm. But, but if you go a, back and look at the books, it's actually Palenstein. Yes. <laughs> I think you're going to say it's Palenstein's monster. No, no, no. I was doing a Berenstein, Berenstein. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, Man, those books are weird, huh? Yeah. Oh, they're, those they're, books, I remember reading them as a kid and I loved them. I yeah, loved the Berenstein too. Bears. Oh, me too. And... But you go, you look back at it now, and it does feel real like homeschooly. Yeah, right? oh, doesn't yeah. have a vibe. It's a little bit weird. I mean, my favorite ones were very like the ones that had a lot of specific art. Like they had one where they were like obsessed with action figures, and they had one that was Halloween, so they all have costumes. That's so I, f- I feel like those were custom made for yeah. baby. baby <laughs> well, I was gonna and- say like uh, I think that the other ones that are like. She has a bad day at school. Those are probably more like the lesson-y ones yeah. that are a little bit weird. But it's so funny. My 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 brother's wife actually said the exact same thing to me this summer about the Berenstain Bears. She's like, you know, I haven't looked at these in a long time, and they're pretty odd. And I was yeah. like, yeah, man. The one I remember mostly is uh, the sister, the little girl, yeah. was biting her nails. And they were trying to get her to stop biting her nails. For some reason, that's the one that sticks in my mind. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have that problem. But I swear. Yeah. And then my fingers are all bloody. (laughs) (laughs) All the band-aids. I swear it. Uh, But I just remember that. But I I remember when Finn was younger, we got him some books like that. Like my mom got him a Mercer Mayer Little Critters book, which those are Mm -hmm. just, come on. Yeah. The Little Critter. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, Little Critter. Forever in my heart, Little Critter. Yeah. Chuck, I feel like you would be a little critter. I think I am a little critter. Yeah. If Little I, Critter hit puberty, I never read those critter. books. I've never read one. I know what they they're look delightful. Like. They are. They're wonderful. Yeah. But those are like cute, fun children's books. But then when we got him a couple of Berenstein Bears, I'll say Berenstein because that's just I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. Um, at some point, the culture decides, right? Yeah. Uh, and I remember going through those books with him, and I'm like. I'm waiting for like the last page where they spring Jesus on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's, what it it's, feels it's like. It's all a little heavy handed. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense. They're bears. Their paws are bigger than ours. They're our hands. So. <laughs> Boo. Heavy paws. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I, I, I was going to open the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Actually, well, I was going to tell you, this is kind of a funny thing. 
this year someone commented, I don't know, I don't remember where online, and they said, like Chuck and Brad, they tagged us and they said, Chuck and Brad, what are you guys doing for Palentine's Day? And I commented back when uh Brad's your best friend, every day is Palentine's Day. And I accidentally wrote Palestine's Day. And Brad said, You wrote Palestine's Day instead of Palentine's Day. And I wrote back. Our friendship can be volatile. <laughs> but it was the exact same thing. That's yeah. fun. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that it is really fun. funny. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah. Only mine happened. And yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was bad. Yeah. It was real bad. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I'm Ray. I'm learning from my mistakes, Harrington. <laughs> and I'm Chuck. I never will stay. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. So today's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, guys! Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Yeah, let you uh, let us all uh, recognize and celebrate the day however we choose, because there is no prescribed way to do it. Yes, that's exactly right. And we thought today maybe we could do something that's a little bit themed. Yeah, we're gonna put Halloween, guys. Oh, I was doing Ash Wednesday because it is Ash Wednesday as well. Yeah, oh, it is as well. Yeah. Wow. What now? Uh, forgive me, I'm not one million percent clear on the ash of Ash Wednesday. Oh, mm-hmm. I could tell you the whole story. I don't want the whole story. I just want kind of a summation. You just go to a place and a guy rubs a dirty thumb and he touches your head. It's uh, symbolic. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know it's symbolic. I, <laughs> a- ashes yeah. to ashes, dust to dust. Right, and that's that's literally all it's for on Ash Wednesday? Uh, you know, uh, yes. Uh, Jesus so made the sacrifice. So it's another Catholic thing of like, don't forget to feel bad. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Also, What's the difference between... also, no meat on Fridays for the next five or six weeks. Right. What's Except the... for Valentine's. You yeah. get all the meat you want. <laughs> What's the difference between Ash Wednesday and Palm Sunday? Palm Sunday was the week before Easter, and that commemorates when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on the donkey and people like threw down palms in front of him. Mm. Yeah. And Does then, that hurt the donkey? Is it stop? Is it tripping? Well, no, they're, it's like they're, they're, they're walking not. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. like, like walking on rose petals. Yeah. I was going to say like throwing rose petals on a I bed. I thought it was like a Mario Kart like, banana peel situation. But like no, Jesus no, no. was like, that's a little gay. And, <laughs> and he didn't want to do the rose petals. He didn't petals. want rose petals. So yeah. he's like, uh, do the palms, but do the palms. Yeah. Get the fronds. Yeah. He, he looked around. He's like, what do we got here? Yeah. Real fronds for my real friends. And that's what he said. It was an entourage. Can we be clear about what what Jesus did with the apostles? It was entourage, yeah. right? <laughs> Jane, I now want to see that so J- bad. Jane's addiction playing as he they rolled into Bethlehem. <laughs> yeah, I want like the like the apostle turtle is there. You know, he's doing his thing. I don't know. There's Probably a Jesus. there's a real fun joke in there from 2007. Yes. Um. But uh, yeah, no. So they did that. Uh, <laughs> I completely forgot where I was with a joke. I was <laughs> in the middle of setting one up. Right. Yes. And then we got, we got sidetracked yes. yeah. with Entourage Jesus. However, mm. we celebrate Valentine's Day because there's no prescribed way. Yes. I know you had said that. Oh, Good okay. Friday. Yes. We were, we, oh, we that's were right. on Palm Wednesday. Good Friday, ironically. <laughs> Palm Sunday. Ash Wednesday. Palm Sunday, Ash Wednesday. Yeah, Good sorry. Friday. Yeah. Huh. Do we have a Tuesday? <laughs> we have a Maundy Thursday. Let's see you next Tuesday. Let's see you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Fat Tuesday. Oh, uh, unofficial holiday. That's Mardi Gras. That was that's, that was yesterday for us. Oh yeah, Fat yeah. Tuesday. Far, is that Farty Gras? Farty yeah. Gras. Yeah, Farty Gras. It's Farty Gras. Yeah, it's Farty Gras. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Good beignets. Friday is when they when they killed him. Yeah. Which is ironic. Yes. I th- I have an issue with this. They, it's called Good Friday. Like if, it's, well, it's good for us. Bad for him. But if Jesus came back. Yep. Today. Yep. Right. On Palentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a day I'm trying to start for palindromes. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Jesus came back and he'd be like, 
uh, do you guys remember me and stuff? And, and everybody like, yes, it's really cool. We do Easter to celebrate the day you rose, yes. right? Oh, how do you do that? Baskets of chocolate and eggs and bunnies. Yeah. Right. Oh, that seems like it's an awful lot of like the pagan holiday stuff mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, it's all about uh, growth and, and rebirth yep. and stuff like that. And it's like, well, yeah, sort of. Uh, and then he's like, okay, well, what else do you do? And then they're like, well, we have another day that we do recognize when you were crucified and killed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you call that like the worst sad day, day the somber day, the day we hate, big mistake day, <laughs> you know, stuff like that? <laughs> no, we call it Good Friday. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why, why do they call it that? I, I presume because it's good for humanity. Yeah. Oh, uh. and it's because Jesus was very passive aggressive on the cross. He was like, no, this is good, actually. <laughs> I good? love this. No, I this is actually, this is what I wanted. This was the plan all along. Okay. Actually, this is what was supposed to happen. No, I love it. It feels great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, cool. Good. Oh, yeah. Stab me in the side. Great. If, love if, it. If eventually, he just went down to just saying good over and yeah. over again. Good. 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 <laughs> yeah. And what else do they do to celebrate me and recognize me? Well, every a lot of people will wear a little symbol. Around their necks, and or maybe a tattoo or something like mm -hmm. that. I always. Oh, what is it? It's uh, <laughs> the weapon of your destruction. Yeah. It's the, the crucifix. Yeah. You know. Oh, the thing I was nailed to and died. Like if he was shot, everybody would have like a little Glock on their necklace. Yeah. I'm sorry. This feels like like a Carlin bit that he disposed of in 1995. <laughs> I love the idea of just the. Oh, I hated that thing. Yeah, that thing sucked. <laughs> God. I actually love it. I love. I really like the passive aggressive <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I know you are yeah. uh, a subscriber. I apologize. Right. I'm simply looking through the, the the glass window, going, "It looks a little weird in that store." I agree. Okay. Yeah. 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 He sees this weird stores too. Yeah. Yeah. He's just in it. Yeah, yeah. He's in the store. He's like, "There's some good stuff in this store." He's yeah. like, "Don't like, don't get scared by the ashes." Yeah. Right. Sometimes the bears have a I, nice lesson to learn. I mean, sometimes they're going to sell you on Jesus. We uh, we didn't do ashes growing up because it was like such a, a Catholic thing. Yeah. Uh, and then really only in the past couple of years have I gone to a church that are like, hey, we recognize like we're not Catholic. This isn't required or anything, but like this is a, a nice visual way to commemorate everything. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll go. My friends are there. Sure. It feels yeah. like an I voted sticker. Yeah, a little bit. Doesn't yeah. it? it feels yeah. like a religious I voted sticker. It's it's you know, I and there are churches that are like, yeah, drive through ashes. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't really seem like that's the spirit of yeah. the day. Also, but, you could if you didn't even want to take the time. Yeah. Just take a little bit of ashes. Just, yeah. Yep. I went. <laughs> yeah. I voted. Yep. You know, who'd you vote for? Jesus. Yeah. I voted for Jesus. <laughs> Again. Guy. Yep. Yeah. Did um, he win? No. <laughs> sort of. Still not. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> A lot of different versions of him out there. Yeah. So because it's Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. we and thought we would call out to our fun, our bears, our fun bears, and listeners, and see if they had any dating issues or relationship right. questions. Yep. We've hit the, the religious version. Yep. Right. Now let's hit the more commercial recognition of the holiday. Right. I put the three love doctors are, are checking in. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm actually a, a love physician's assistant. I was gonna say, yeah, I haven't even started. Mine's holistic. Training. Yeah, you do. You do Reiki. Yes. Which in relationship stuff, there is a joke, and I don't want to say no. it. No. <laughs> it's you change one letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're it's, not going to. It's funny because I. It's put, if you do Reiki against somebody's will. Yeah, yeah. No, we we we, we got it, Ray. We got it. <laughs> I'm gonna heal you. Please don't. <laughs> I put on. I put in the post. 
uh, the three love doctors are in. And uh, someone who I used to take just commented, this is frightening. <laughs> I would immediately be like, oh, malpractice suit. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but no, this is good. We come from different backgrounds, yes. right? Yeah. Now, I don't want to say having a uh, healthy, um, thriving marriage, that kind of relationship that I've had for over a decade, almost a decade and a half, yeah. gives me, you know more standing and giving advice well, right, it than the two shambles I look at in front of me? It depends what I'm, the question well, is. Well, hold on. Marriage, marriage expert. Reformed sex addict. Marriage sexpert. Reformed? Marriage sexpert, please. <laughs> <laughs> Babe I'm, in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> babe in swaddling clothes. Yeah. The man who buried that babe in the woods. Yes. <laughs> reformed sex addict. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm reformed. Mm, okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm reformed. Great. I don't believe you. <laughs> well, I mean, let's ask the questions and find right. out. Well, look, just just keep coming back. It works if you work it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's all I'm going to say. We, uh, yeah, one day at a time, Chuck. Oh, and I do, I'll throw in uh, occasionally other advice, because uh, we're going to give oh, our yeah. advice, and I'm worried that it's not clinical. You know, it hasn't, right, right. it doesn't. Has you know, stood the test of time. Yeah, or the Bechdel test. Yeah. Honestly, oh, yes. if we're honest. It's yeah. not. There's that many tests we've passed. Yeah. There's three straight white guys going, here's what you got to do in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, but I did look up some information that's advice from previous eras and okay. generations. See, this Good. is great. We learned from our forefathers. Exactly. Thank All you. four of them. Yeah. Yes. And uh, let's it's just a, say- It's a I very don't, weird family tree. Yeah. I don't think the advice ages well. Oh, I think but it But I will. think it's important to remember- where we come from with this right and how far we've come that's right yeah i've uh, gotten about seven feet what about you i'm i'm i'm, I'm backwards <laughs> i'm backwards. hoping to be reformed <laughs> <laughs> um we're gonna keep these anonymous yeah uh yeah. so this first email you has just tell us off the air yeah has three questions in it um question one What's your advice for someone who lacks confidence with following through on asking people out and this mm. this is an email we received. Yes, not, not an one email that I sent. That yeah. was written. Yes, no. Oh, okay. It's it's not signed Brad at all. Uh, number two is too many or too little X's a bad thing. Uh, I only have had two, and I'm a sophomore in college. Mm -hmm. And then, can you guys tell the story about your first date slash kiss? I want to oh, say man. this is we're hitting heavy right off the bat. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. These when you questions. just disclose that this is a college student, yep. I'm like, oh shit, they're like in the prime of dating time. Oh, yeah. No offense yeah. to older folk that are dating. It's just like that's when you're out and in the yeah. pool. Yeah. And this is pressure. Like we're we're older gentlemen. Yeah. Compared to a college kid, we're adult ass people. Yeah. Right? And we're gonna give advice to this college. I think kid. I think we're gonna kill it. So yeah. what was the first question? Uh, what's your advice for someone who lacks confidence with following through on asking people out? I want to say a caveat here. Caveat. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to throw this out. My own personal experience in like the dating pool comes pre-smartphone. Yes. One of my jokes is I've been with the same woman since the Motorola Razor 2. Right. Yes. Um, and that's because it's true. So I don't know the world of dating with like apps and you know tinder and stuff right. like mm -hmm. that so it is a little different for me however this person is in college yes hopefully there's some more social mingling happening right right yeah i i think i think uh i know what you're talking about in terms of the idea of actually seeing people in real life yeah what you're really talking about yeah my my advice and brad and i have talked about this a lot yes i think if you lack confidence with asking people out 
you should just ask people out more often. So instead of just having a very specific object of your affection that's very built up and very important and very like, man, what is she going to say? She's the most important, you know, I think you just go, you know what? I met a cute girl at this bar. I'm going to see if she gives me her phone number. I met this person for a couple months and do things that are very uh, low risk where if you get rejected, it's not a big deal and do it a lot. And then you kind of become used to that versus and it's okay. You're you're kind of saying like versus like having one specific person in mind and going, I really like this person and I really want to ask them out and I really, really hope they say yes. And it doesn't matter about anything else. It's this. And you build up that thing versus treating it more casually. I would agree and co-sign with, uh, you know, don't do that scatter shot. Don't. Right. I remember there was a period of time, uh, I think like late high school, where there was this thought in your head of like, I like I, I can't remember if I saw this in a movie or if someone another person I, think, I said. I think told that me. this is in a movie. I know. What yeah, you're like say. if you ask a hundred women mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one's gonna say yes, and like yeah. you just gotta ask them all out. And yeah. it's like that's the wrong approach, right? Yeah. Don't just be like, hey, you want to go on a date? Hey, you want to go on? a Might date? have been Boomhauer on King of the Hill. Could have been, yeah. yeah. But it, it is a, you know, so I would say my biggest piece of advice for this, especially if you're in college, which yeah. is a chance to like hone your own personality. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be genuine. Just yeah. be honest. Realize that the person you want to ask out is not uh, an other. They're a human being. Yes, and they are. They are mostly similar to who you are. Exactly. And treat them as a person, right? right? Not as an object of affection. Right. Yeah. And just go, do you want to go out on a date? Because I only see you as this. Right. Right. Treat them like a regular ass person. Yeah. Be nice. Uh-huh. Be congenial. Have a little bit of charm if you can. If you can't, that's fine. But if you're honest and genuine and you represent yourself, yeah, that stuff comes out anyway. And you don't have to ask them out on a traditional like, would you like to go out on a date? Yeah. Have a conversation with them. And if there's a mutual ground there, mm-hmm. ask about a follow-up to that. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, we were talking about this in class. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get together and uh, work on that thing? You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Build that kind of thing. It, it is tricky because there's a fine line between like putting yourself out there and being a creep. Yeah. I right? was going to say, to just kind of add to what Ray is saying, I think a great thing to think about is you don't need to feel apologetic for asking someone out. Because I think that that's kind of a thing with timid guys a lot. Yeah, sure, like, yeah. I can't believe, you know, like, it, basically there's this internal, like, almost like someone could be mad at you for asking them. Everyone's out there. Everyone's looking for something. Everyone's looking for uh, someone to be their person. And the idea of you just being a good person and being like, like, hey, would you want to grab dinner sometime? That is like zero percent offensive you are not a bad person for doing that yeah. and even if the person's not interested which is totally fine right and, and you have to be fully yeah, open you, and you, willing to accept that yeah. you know what i mean even and not if the just person, be like well let me push yeah if, if the person's not interested that person isn't like what an asshole this person is for asking me out to dinner that's never going to happen if you're yeah. not creepy which is, i think is number one right and you're just like kind of just like hey would you like to go out to dinner sometime i think that you're totally fine in terms of going forward with that relationship, whether she says yes or no. Yeah. So just, it sucks because it's one of those things where the anxiety can build and you just get to bite the bullet. And I, I kind of relate it to a lot of times on time I've had to make like professional phone calls that I don't want to make. And they're like, kind of like, 
a little bit nerve wracking. And I always just go, just start dialing. I don't care. Just yeah. dial it. Just start mm-hmm. dialing and just go. And then that's it. And so I think sure, that's yeah. kind of my part of my advice. I, you know, I, I think uh, some of the stuff I've read has been like, if, if you are scared to ask people out, a good thing to do is ask people you're not romantically interested in for other smaller things. Mm. Hey, Ray, can I borrow a piece of gum? And if Ray says no... You fucking pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was young gum. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you know, and and Ray says, no, and and so you you get it wasn't used, Wrigley's, it was Wrigler's. <laughs> yes. So you get you get used to asking people for things. If yeah. the issue is follow through, I mean, you know, at some point, I I made the the shift in my own brain. Adults do what they say they're going to do. So if yeah. I say I'm going to call this person at such and such a time and ask them out, then I do it. Yeah. And that's yeah. and that's just. A choice I have to make. Just follow yeah. through in general. And if you're if you're wondering like how do I broach that? How do I start the ask? Yeah, you know, because that can be really daunting. I remember you know feeling that way of like how do I do that? You yeah. know what I mean? How do I just say you want to go out sometime? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I think you know in and I think in most scenarios, whether it's romantic or otherwise. Yeah being honest about who you are and being honest with your own emotions uh-huh. is the key, right? Yeah. I no one so can too. get mad at you for just telling the truth. You yeah. know, they can, but well, you, oh, they yeah. will. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't, you can't fault the person. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So if you're honest, like if you feel uncomfortable about doing that, there's a way for you to say that mm-hmm. and and make that charming and make that part of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but really, just I think a big part of asking people out is understanding that um, it is weird. It's uncomfortable yeah. for everyone. Yeah. The idea that we have in our heads of like the smooth operator of mm-hmm. just being like you know something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's all. It all comes from movies. Yeah. And movies are fake. You know what I mean? And 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 real people are complicated and awkward. Every single person. Yes. I'll, I, I will Some say, more than others. I will say, like, teenage Chuck, like, before I was in, like, my first long-term relationship, I was, like, so nervous about every step of that stuff, like, yes. asking a girl out, the first kiss, the first whatever. I was so nervous, but, like, Chuck in, in my mid to late 30s, I really don't care at all. Like, if yeah. I'm, like, hey, me and this girl it, she are, are talking... And she's laughing a lot, and I think she's really nice, and we have a lot of mutual interest. I am totally fine going, hey, do you want to go to dinner sometime? You just wait till her husband leaves to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, and this is this is what I think is probably part of the key. I like to do it early, early on when you meet someone, so that if that person says no, you're not upset yeah and you kind of and you've kind of figured out what your relationship is and you're friends with this person that's it yeah so the the problem is when you meet a person and then time 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 and you build up your interest oh yeah yeah yeah. this person builds you up as like this is my just my friend we call that the brad special and so so i think that that is a thing to avoid and the best thing to do is to basically you know like you know you can't really redo a first impression right right i i like to make that first impression like oh the door is open to this kind of thing yeah, yeah. I, i've known a lot of uh you know i want to say men but boys basically that were they they would clearly have affection for a girl yeah and i know like 
make it so obvious, but never do anything, never act on that, yeah. never ask them out or anything like that, and truly put themselves in an awkward friend zone, yeah, and then get fucking mad. I don't, at I don't, women, get, I don't, the woman at the other men that are around. I only just, get mad at myself. Well, and it's it's funny because like I have an American passport, but yours is from the friend zone. It's yeah. so. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll say this, oh super easy to get that passport. I didn't have any trouble at the post office. Right? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That woman was so nice Before to me. Before they stamped it, they said, now, do you want to kill yourself? Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're legally required to ask. We now. have to ask with this passport. <laughs> it's yeah. the state amendment. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is, it is, it's hard. That is, it's, right it's the hardest thing to put yourself out there genuinely. Yeah. And uh, and brace for impact of like rejection. Yeah. But I think keeping it as casual and honest as possible removes a lot of the potential for hurt. Yeah. Does that make sense? But I've, don't get the reputation of being the guy in college for sure that just asks out every girl yeah. in every class. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I think it's, I think really just kind of going through and being like, I'm going to make this just like people date. So yeah. it's okay if I ask someone out to dinner because. I think a big problem is the way that sometimes guys approach women and it comes off as creepy. Mm -hmm. I hate the, do you want to come and hang out at my apartment? I mm. hate that. Yeah. And I think that, just in my experience, I think that people don't like to be asked that when they haven't even, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that um, for me personally, meeting someone, having a small spark of like, just like, oh, that seems like a nice person and asking that person if they want to go to dinner has worked out so many more times than you would expect mm. and you end up meeting a lot of different people and... You'd be surprised at like people's openness to exploring stuff like that. Yeah, it is. Know? It is strange too because there's so many. I think the the ask is is uh, an oddity for me anyway because yeah. in my experience, like uh, I asked I asked girls out when I was younger. Yeah, uh, you know, and and sometimes they said yes, sometimes they said no, whatever. Yeah, uh, but I remember that awkward feeling for oh, sure yeah. too. Oh but my god, yeah. The relationships that I did have or you know people i dated or whatever a lot of it just came about organically mm -hmm. like because it was in like college like college yeah. period of time i, I wasn't like would you like to go out sometime i know college it, is tough it Co ended up like we were hanging out because we were in this social setting uh, multiple times right and often i wouldn't i was i was blind to women's signals yeah, i really sure, really was sure, so fucking sure. blind there were situations where everybody's like she likes you she's into you yes. and i'd be like what no, yeah nobody yeah. likes me nobody's exactly into me. yeah and it wouldn't be until like we're in my dorm room watching half of a movie yep. yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. they're in my bed and i'm still like i can't i I don't that's, know if you like me. That you was exactly. I mean? That's exactly. Yeah. Oh, dude! All the, I'm going to make a move. Oh boy! You know what I mean? It was terrifying. And, and then ten minutes go by, and twenty yeah. minutes go by, and forty minutes go by, yeah. and you're just like, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm I'm in process of making my move. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Part of my move is watching goes, all of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and slowly moving closer and closer yeah. and closer <laughs> to her mouth so we can kiss. And and she's I'm waiting for her to lean in just a little bit. And I don't know, I don't want to do this anymore. And now I'm scared. And I think at some point she's just gonna stand up and go, ah, and run out of the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, it, it's really it is difficult. I was laughing because you said the thing and you're just like watching it, waiting, waiting. No, I am your father. Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god! <laughs> Flipping out. I, I like the idea of you watching like 
all three of the original <laughs> movies. And you don't, for you, it's Pavlovian. As soon as you hear the Ewoks going, yub, nub, yeah. you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that's, that's al green sex. in my brain you yeah. call sex yub I'll, I'll also say this uh any any uh college folks who are watching uh, and or listening uh, just a great date idea is to bring someone back to your residence hall room and watch an episode of fun bearable yes <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah nothing gets, yes. gets people in the mood if you mm-hmm. want to have a fun marriage proposal done <laughs> write no. in to fun at gmail.com yeah, we, we will do, do a proposal yeah Absolutely. Well, yeah. Just tell us your personality traits. Brad will be someone. Ray might play someone. I might play like, you know, someone in, comes in, maybe tries to steal the girl. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. It's really fun. The, the uh, No one has proposed while I was on stage. But the funniest thing that happened that was close to that was I was talking to a couple on stage. This was years ago. Yeah. I think I was like featuring. I wasn't even headlining yet. And, uh, and you know, it came out through the crowd work that they... Uh, had been together for like 10 years, but they weren't engaged or Oof, anything okay. like that. And there were some jokes about him not asking, not yeah, proposing and yeah. stuff. And then finally I went, I, all right, we we did we did the talk. You came to, you asked me before the show if I would initiate this. So do you want to, do you want to <laughs> oh, no. do, do it you now? Did it? And I asked like that. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> i love that you went yeah. in that direction i'm I, so proud of you looking back at it now i'd be like don't do that yeah. i know don't I know. do that but in the, it, it genuinely was so funny that is very that. very yeah. funny that's yeah. great that's fantastic so what's the second question uh is too many or too little x is a bad thing i only have had two i'm a sophomore in college i don't think so no. two as a sophomore in college you're fine totally two even later that's fine it all depends on that's so con- like context-based yeah you know what it's, i mean it's yeah i, I think, think if so. you've had two lifetime dates and you're a sophomore in college you're fine like yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's uh, you know it's who you are in that moment if you've had two marriages and you're a sophomore that's okay. too much that's yeah. a lot of marriage you gotta tone it down yeah, yeah. stop with the stop marriage. moving so fast how are you good with asking people to marry you but not asking for dates I great know. question who is great this? question well they get so nervous about the beginning they shoot to the end yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, and they don't even ask for a marriage they ask for a divorce <laughs> yes. would, you, would you like to go on a date with me sure uh, how about the marriage <laughs> like, as soon as they say yes you jump into it What's the date? Uh, town hall. Yes. <laughs> yeah. wear, wear a white dress. Uh, question three. Can you guys tell the story about your first date slash kiss? I'm, I mean, my I, very easy. My first date was with Annie, a very cute cheerleader from Ooh. Lake Central High School. And that's where the song Annie Get Your Gun came she, from. She got it. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, bizarrely, you know, there'd been a snowstorm. Uh, at the time, I was still working at the pizza place, and my friends had like, covered my car in snow mm-hmm. and friends so, yes okay somehow uh, i mean we're high school yeah boys, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's oh yeah 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 no you're right of yeah. course yeah high school boys yeah, yeah the closer the friendship the more horrible you are to the other person oh i think yeah. so and yeah. my my the, the car door like my driver's side door was broken uh because of this weird snow prank so i had to get into and out of my car in the passenger side and then, like the next day, I'm like, I'm taking Annie to the mall. We're gonna walk around. You know, I'm wearing a, uh, a an olive green sweatshirt, like doused in cool water cologne. Oh hell yeah! And, oh, and uh, then you open the door, and she thinks you're being gallant. Nope, and, and, and I have you to get slide in and slide in. through. Oh. And you know, and we just went to the mall and walked around. And I don't know if she considered it a date. I definitely did. It's on yeah. my every date I've ever been on spreadsheet. 
And the one uh, you read out to dates. Yes. <laughs> I think now, it's important you know my history. It, says, it goes to the clock, it says 701. Then it, it goes through, and then it says 703. Yes. <laughs> my, I mean, my joke was the fact that I keep a spreadsheet like this is why it's so easy to update a spreadsheet like this. <laughs> uh, and then first kiss uh, was with Jesse, my high school girlfriend that Chuck wrote to when pranking me. I told her that Brad became a clown. And, uh, you know, we had watched the movie. <laughs> no, sorry, it's not what he did. It's the fact that after he said it, he went. <laughs> he like, looked around like. It's the height. <laughs> He's sometimes, not even looking at anything. Sometimes in the cold light of day, my pranks are weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also in the hot dark of night, yes. they're weird. Also take pranks out of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had, we were at her house, you know, it was probably the third or fourth time we had hung out. We watched the movie Malice, which I think is an Alec Baldwin movie. Yes. Not a romantic film. No. Uh, and kind of cuddled on, on the couch. And then, uh, when I went to leave, I kissed her and immediately apologized. Oh no. I'm, like, I'm sorry, that wasn't no. good. And, uh, and then I got in the car and the song, uh, it was the Batman Forever soundtrack song, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me came out. And I'm like, this is going to be our song. <laughs> I should have thrilled her. Yeah. <laughs> then. Oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> and you know and then we uh we probably went out one more time and that was it <laughs> so we yeah, did not high have school. a song that's okay yeah. um but it was very sweet Je- Je- she can still get it she's both of them annie oh my god annie and yeah. jesse both still beautiful women How about two that face? is two, two face <laughs> half good half great it's a really yes! come see, come stop. Yes. Man, uh, that is the most like sexually forward thing I've ever heard you say. Yeah. Well, she that, can get it. That, yeah. that, that you haven't written for me to say in a Gibby script. Yeah. So, what? Yeah. So uh, for me. I record it. Yes. I document it. Yeah. There's, a, there's a part of this that you two will feast on, like the little vultures that you are. <laughs> so I th- it's funny. Mine's like, just embarrassing to myself. Well, my, oh, my. so first yeah. date. It's funny because it had to be with a girl I dated in high school. Her name's Maddie. She's very, very sweet. Very, very nice. She's wicked nice. We always had a good relationship. She's very cool. And I'm trying to think of... I don't really remember what our first date was. I do remember that we went to this baseball uh, diamond in downtown Bristol where she lived. Like, you know, we were so young. And so so it's like I remember we hung out there for like one of the first times we hung out when she was my girlfriend, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, first kiss. I'm gonna skip the kindergarten stuff because remember I used to have that. Yes. You know, whatever. That guy. First real. First, <laughs> first real uncle. T- teacher. Oh. <laughs> first real kiss. Your uncle taught you how to kiss, right? <laughs> first yeah. real kiss when I wasn't, yeah. you know, a baby. Um, I'm not gay. <laughs> was when I was talking to her, and it was mm-hmm. it was with Maddie, and we. This is what I remember. We were in the parking lot with the Barrington Newport Creamery. We were in the, when we were in my in either my car or something, I forget. I feel like we were waiting for someone. But we, we were in a car, and we kissed. And you guys are gonna fucking just say it. And she said, "In this light, you look like Ben Affleck." <laughs> Was it pitch black? Is there a Ben Affleck light bulb? I don't know about. In this light, you look like Ben Affleck. <laughs> what I, I like I how do? the qualifier what? of like in this light. I still do. What? I think I still look like Betty. Yeah. Turn off the lights. We'll find out. How how did her seeing eye dog react? (laughs) (laughs) When she said it, was she holding your face but looking a little off? (laughs) 
in this light. <laughs> she was squinting. Yeah. Did you then put a hot rock in her hand and say, this is red? <laughs> and then put a cold rock in her hand and say, this is blue. And she's like, I get it, Chuck. I get it. I can see colors. Um, That's was, from Rocky. Was was there a fun house in town in the in Newport Creamery? <laughs> you know, in this mirror, you look like Ben Affleck. <laughs> You know, with that hood over your face, you look just like that. <laughs> no, that's fun. That's yeah, like a high school cute yeah. thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that makes no, sense. Yeah, yeah. It that was makes funny. sense. It was funny. Yeah, I like that. No, it was nice. We, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, like we, we really only were like boyfriend and girlfriend for like a week. But then we dated for a little while after that, that summer. And like, mm. we always had a great time. She was a very guys nice famously person. kind of came back together towards the end. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. What do you, I don't yeah. know. And at. then people were like taking pictures of you getting coffee and spilling yeah, in. I was going to say, I was and waiting. It was the J-Lo. J-Lo. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, real real quick, I've decided, and this is like a couple months ago, I'm going to find that paparazzi picture of Ben Affleck juggling all the coffees and hating it. I want to get that blown up and I want to put that up in my house. I think it's so fucking awesome. It's such a great encapsulation of him, who I love. I love mm-hmm. Affleck. I really like... My love for him started one night outside of an ice cream shop. <laughs> yes. I know I, I really love him, and uh, that picture is so fucking funny. I think it's like yeah. the best thing ever. Uh, That's anyway, fun. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. I like that. I, I love that picture. My uh, my first date was not my first kiss. Okay. Mm. Uh, I was in fifth grade for my first like legit date. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like real. Real ass date. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't ask her out. Whoa, she asked me out. Whoa, nice. uh, again, Sadie Hawkins. No clue on on uh, signals. Right, nothing. Right. She was in eighth grade. Woo. She lived at the end of my street. Okay. And she had a basketball hoop. And often, all of the kids in the neighborhood, we would play basketball there. That's, That's how we met each other. That was our social gathering. Yes. I miss basketball. I'm telling you that. She asked me to go see a movie. Okay. And I said, yes. This was like fully legit. Yep. Her mom's going to drive us to the movie theater. Nice. This is a date. I went home that day. I'm like, I have a date. I said it to my mom. Like, yep. she asked me out. And uh, uh, I feel terrible because I don't remember her name. Wow. I wow. really genuinely, I, maybe Sarah, I think it might have been. Mm-hmm. I did date somebody named Sarah, but that's a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I think it was Sarah. So she had asked me out and... This was my first anything. I yep. really, at that mm-hmm. point, was not actually like interested in her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. I was in fifth grade. Right. Yeah, what are we I talking was about? still playing <clears throat> with toys. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like what? I, yeah, people do that, right? That's right. What it is? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, you nice. Yes, you still play with toys, but yeah. that's what Brad was saying. Yes. Um, I get it. But it, it, so I went on this date, and it is uh, it is a story that uh, is very it's embarrassing. So. Her mom picked us up. We went to see, and this is going to date me, Free Willy. Mm. We went to the movies and saw Free Willy. That's actually a classic. That That's a great like like first date movie. I yeah. think so. Isn't it? For like sure. for a kid especially in middle kids, school? Especially yeah. kids, yeah. Yeah, a kid in middle school, you go see Free Willy, oh, right? Yeah. This is when I started to get into movies and movie making oh, okay. and being a film buff kid, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So we see the movie, and I'm... Like, well, you know, we interact yeah. during the movie. This is fine. Um, I hope he saves that whale. <laughs> I'm so worried about that whale. I was looking at his poor little fin all crooked over. Do you want to give me a hand job? I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. So maybe you just, we'd rub hands. Is that? You go, you go, you go, do you want to give me a hand job? 
And you put your hand. <laughs> and she just spits, and I go, that, that was great. Thank you. Uh, so we saw the movie, and uh, and then we go home. And it, like, it was just awkward, and I felt no connection there. Right. And mm-hmm. she got a little colder you know what i mean and then we get we go home and it was just like we're too young for this stuff. yeah mm-hmm. and the next day we're hanging out and uh and i was like so did you have a good time on the date you know like that kind of thing yep and she's like you want to stop talking about the whale like <laughs> being an animatronic like you just wouldn't <laughs> stop talking about it so apparently in my fifth grader brain the whole time in the movie, whenever it was the fake whale, because I saw some making of featurette, yep. I'd be like, that's a fake whale. So little has changed. I say it now when I watch porn. Sometimes Ray calls me. He's like, dude, he's like, I got to talk to you about this. He's like, Kalina doesn't want to hear this anymore. And it's about a it's movie. It's about a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was finding my way. I was finding my way. I you was were, true to myself. Yeah. yeah, you you found your way and stayed in the way. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I needed? I needed to find a woman that appreciated that. <laughs> Someone. Not this little eighth grade Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Full grown adult woman, Kalina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, I uh, but in my fifth grade brain, it was like, this is something I know. Uh, yeah. Of and course. We're just here. Do we just sit and look at the screen? Like I right. had no idea. And I was just like filling dead air. You know of what yeah. I mean? Of course. But it was so funny. And so we were like together for a couple of weeks. Yeah. It ended mm-hmm. when uh, my first kiss was supposed to happen. Oh, okay. And it didn't. So we were all hanging out outside of her house. Yeah. Playing basketball, mm-hmm. doing the thing. Yeah. And we're all doing dumb kid shit. And this is the time where the other fifth grade kids I'm friends with are just fascinated and delighted by the idea that their fifth grade friend is dating an eighth grade girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm fascinated by it. You're jealous. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> well, I, and Chuck's jealous, but for different yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, if only I could find the right eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. If only I knew which scenes it was an animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of her. <laughs> for the trivia, I wish I wish a date would point those things out to me. <laughs> so, that's not actually Iron Man. That's CGI in that moment. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he built that in a cave. Uh, so we we were hanging out, and something came up of like. Uh, that stupid kid pushing each other thing. Yeah. And they're like, you guys should kiss. You guys should make mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. And we're like, no, nah, we're fine. And then we said we were going to go in her bedroom and have sex. That's oh, what we told them. Fifth grade and eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, same, same yeah. thing. The first time I, if it counts in your child brain, had sex was when I was in like kindergarten or first grade. Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Karen Dooley, we went in my room and there was a gap between the bed and the wall and we laid on the floor there <laughs> and then she laid on top of me and then I laid on top of her and then we got up and we were like, we had sex. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was fun. It was a good yeah. time. I give it five out of five. Yeah. It was, it was, she was a, yeah. she was a wonderful lover. Still your method. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. I got to move the bed. <laughs> it's a little further out now. But uh, so, so uh, we go in her room, and we're sitting there. Sorry, real quick. You go to your honeymoon, and you're like, oh no, oh, the bed uh, that's move. the bed's bolted to the wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, so we go we go in her room, and again, I'm a fifth grader. Yes, she's an eighth grader. She was taking advantage of me, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry. Uh, and uh, we're in a room and we're sitting on her bed. And it's like, so, it's so uncomfortable in that moment. Yes. You know what I mean? We have said to everybody outside, we're going to go do stuff. And we went in there and they're like at the window. Oh, yeah. They're not looking in. They can't see in. The right. blinds are down. So we start 
like we look at each other for a while we're thinking we should kiss and stuff like that so we start like rocking on the bed and then we start making sex noises right i am fifth grade yeah 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 i don't know hoppada hoppada (laughs) yeah we're like oh yeah you know just doing that kind of stuff she's uh, uh, you know all the all the things Mm -hmm. the bed's moving and we're smiling and laughing at this moment if anything it is a kind of meet cute kind of moment right. for sure you know For it's sure. a very innocent cute thing yes so we we genuinely are about to kiss in this moment of like this fun little thing mm-hmm. and that is when her father burst into the room Woo! this is not fake this happened to me so he had come home from work oh this is a great the story. kids are at the window and he's like why are the kids at the window he walks over to the window. Raise the fucking kids, your daughter. Yeah, yeah. The kids scatter. All Good. of my friends gone. Good choice. All he hears from his eighth grade daughter's bedroom is uh 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 and the hamada, bed going hamada. up. Yeah. Humana, humana, humana. This whale ain't fake. <laughs> Free this Willie. Uh and he burst in and was so fucking I thought this guy was going to murder me. Oh. He, he was the build of like John Goodman, yeah. but angry all the time. Right. Before I made it sound like I fucked his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> we never went out again. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I what. didn't go and hang out down there anymore. Nope. Did you try to explain it to him? I, oh, he opened the door and he's like, what the fuck's going on? Like he was mad and I yeah. was like, uh, and we both ran out of the room yeah Yeah. like instinct kicked in of like i was like "Eh, no exit and i shot out of there yeah Yeah. he went to my mom he went over to my mom's house he fucked her no uh he he went over and like like dime me out i got in trouble i wasn't allowed to go play basketball there for a while yeah and it became like a whole thing yeah uh and that's that's my first date and first almost kiss yeah but uh, I, and it's so funny that like we were talking earlier before we started recording you were saying how like all these stories and things from our past like we forget these things yes mm-hmm. this is one i didn't remember until we were yeah. talking about it and it's like oh god that did happen you good, know what oh, i mean good you, you kind of sparked something with me it's very short but i remember and this is kind of like just speaks to the innocence i remember like when i was young we had a family that lived nearby and there were like a couple daughters and we had like a couple brother, you know, it was me, my brother and my, my youngest brother and they had a couple daughters. And one time one of the daughters was hanging out at our house and I was probably 13 and she was probably 12. And my parents, but you know, when I'm 13, my parents go out all the time and leave me home. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. My younger brother, bar mitzvah, you're, you're yeah. a man. Yeah. And so it was me and her and we were just like hanging out. And obviously I was completely sexually inactive at 13, you know, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, we got to go like, do this thing. And so, uh, you know, she has to go home. And I'm like, how come? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I'll, I'll just stay. And they're like, no, you got to go home. We're not going to, you know, you, you just got to leave. And I'm like, why? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't want to leave us alone in the house while no one was home. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, so confused. I was like, what is happening? To the point where I'm like, what's happening? And I was very, very aggressive. And then later my parents are like, you can't leave a boy and a girl home. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, is that what you thought? I, I still have like a baby's dick, you know? Yeah. When did they make you throw that away? <laughs> <laughs> Ask my doctor who felt my testicles today. Cause she's like, you know, you're supposed to. <laughs> I was telling Brad, she didn't give me an opportunity to chub up. You know what I, I mean? Didn't, I didn't ask him <laughs> to tell me. You did. He goes, did you get to chub up? You said I that. did not 
say that. Ah, uh, you might have said it. Yeah. Oh boy. But she usually should give you a second. She should. Yeah. She should be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna come back and do the testicle thing, and she walks out, and you chub up, and then she comes back, and she's a little bit more impressed. You know what I'm talking about? I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one email in, <laughs> one email in, and we're like at an episode. I, I think our new podcast is just like ask us dating advice, and eventually we'll just tell enough embarrassing stories about ourselves. Yeah. Will people will be like, "Oh God, can we start a GoFundMe for them? Yeah. These guys are the worst. <laughs> These guys are the worst, and also like not a threat. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, What's ne- a bad non-threat? Yeah. <laughs> Next email. Hey guys, I saw your post on Facebook about your Valentine special. I'm a huge fan, and I always wanted to know what to do to show an appreciation to someone without it being too creepy. There are three celebrities that I want to become friends with. Let's call them Chad, Buck, and Clay. They have a small international cult, but they have yet to make a way for me to send monetary love. Barring buying their hair for $2,000, finding their illicit videos on eBay, or naming my firstborn after them, what do you recommend I do so they know they are loved on their down days? Oh, that's very nice. It's very sweet. That is very nice. More Uh, philos than eros here. I uh, I think that's more just like... You you you've already done it. I was gonna you've say just just saying that. I think the email is you knowing what to do, which is just kind of expressing it once in a while. Yeah, I think that that's the that's a real Absolutely. answer. I really think that. And as a you know as a a man with a child mm-hmm. and a responsibility for care, I would say you know get at me. I'll send you my. Uh, <laughs> Venmo information. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you were gonna say come babysit you know, for me. And I think too. I think also Buck and Chad. Would also understand. Yeah, that money should go to Clay. Clay's got a kid. You know, well, Buck I and mean, Chad don't uh, you know, uh, I mean, what if Chad's unemployed? Yeah, Clay has a job. I mean, some would say like you dig your own <laughs> hole, right? <laughs> some, some would say. Some would say. And Buck, I don't know if you know. Buck would love a third residence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I will say, real answer. That email is is it, and I say yeah, thank you very much. If people really do care about like, oh, how do I show I care about you guys? When you listen to the podcast, tell some people, share the podcast. That's honestly the best. I yeah. think if that's you, the best. If you thing. share it and let people know, yeah, that, that's a huge help. Yeah, yeah. because I, I will say just like a little bit off topic. I'm really, really, really thankful for the way that everyone has been into the podcast. The people who yeah, listen absolutely. have been fucking awesome, and so now mm-hmm. I'm just like. We're trying to figure out how to grow, yeah. basically. But the people how to that chub are chub up our audience, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, we all need to chub up once in a while, yeah, in, fish, in various ways, various ways, <laughs> yeah, 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 various yeah, ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next email. Hey guys, thank you for all the laughs you give me on Fun Bearable. I find I can't get out of the friend zone. All my life, mm. that's all I seem to end up with in my relationships with women. I have been told that I am this great brother figure to them, which is annoying because I already have four sisters. I don't date a lot, and most times I'm fine with it, but honestly, it would be nice to have someone who can be both my friend and partner in life. What can I do to get out of the friend zone? P.S. A previous episode, you asked how to clean out hair in the sink. I use a dustbuster. That cleans everything up really well. Hey, there you go. I appreciate that. First of all, start with a tip like that. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's an icebreaker right there. I just bust my hair out of my drain. <laughs> Hi, my name's Steve. Hey, you look like you got thick hair. Yeah. I bet you got some clogged drains. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to clear the clogs yeah. in your drain. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I think this is this is a difficult one, right? Yeah. But I think it it ties into our first question that we received. Exactly, yes. And I think part of that is being honest. I think mm-hmm. uh, 
I've you know I've fallen into the friend zone in the past. Uh-huh. Uh, it sucks, right? I think every guy has been f- quote unquote friend zoned at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think really what friend zone is is a difference in intentions. Yes, unspoken intentions often, and that's the key. Yeah. Right. I think you have to at some point be clear with the other person. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. Yes, you want another... Maybe you want another friend. Yes. Maybe you're fine with a social thing and going, hey, we can be just buds. Not mm-hmm. a problem. But if you are uh, at a place where it's like, no, I'm interested in you with more than this, mm-hmm. that's not going to magically happen right. over more time. Yeah. It'll only solidify the place that you're in. Right. So being clear and upfront and honest at some point, uh, you know... Not doesn't have to be the first time you hang out or the second time, but right. at some point early on, yes. you do need to say, uh, you know, something in regards right. to, and that's hard because how do you say that without being a jerk? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hey, I'm not looking for another friend. You know what I mean? Like, that's well, weird. It's it's honestly it's almost the exact thing I said in the beginning about you know you're establishing what your relationship is, and right? You're making right. your first impression. I think the real like you know clear like you know like would you like to go out to dinner sometime i think that that speaks volumes i think it speaks like i want to be with you privately i'd like to kind of you know make this more of a i want to see how you eat (laughs) yes but i think that that, how much you eat yeah i think that that kind of thing is really easy to do it's really inoffensive and i think you should do it as early as you feel like you two are very compatible and having a good time yeah yeah as soon as you have an interest as soon as you have make that clear and and uh, you know, and and part of the doing it early on part mm-hmm. is if you do that early enough, where if that person then says to you or shows you mm-hmm. that they are not romantically interested in you, mm-hmm. you're at a point where you're not so far into a quote unquote friendship yep. that you now it would be weird if you disappeared. Yep. Exactly. But if it's early on and it's just casual, if you drift away, yeah. That's fine. Right. It's yeah. not a problem. You know what I mean? Without being like, look, I want to fuck you. Is that cool? Yeah. You, know yeah. I mean? you don't have uh, to oh, do for that. For sure. For sure. Uh, you know, write it in a card. Yeah. The exact thing I just said. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and just get some business card, print it. Yes. You know, and then do that. You know, we're going to start selling them. That's a nice way to show affection for us. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Buy our, are we going to fuck or what? At dinner, slide the card across the table and make a real show of it, right? I, I think, again, Teenage Chuck was this guy. Teenage Chuck was, I get along with this girl really well. We laugh a lot together. We, we're so close. Yeah. I'm just going to hope and hope and hope. And I think that that's, that's the issue, is you got to establish what your relationship is pretty early on and, and realize and respect what the other person wants. Yeah. And uh, they don't have an opportunity to really know that you feel that way unless you actually present it. And I do think the further down the line that you present it, the more you're warping what you already have with this person. Yes, and often uh, I think the other person feels uncomfortable just saying out loud yes where they are in this of like course. The, the boundary like yeah. hey i'm not interested in you romantically because mm-hmm. that's right. rude it feels mean yeah yeah you know what exactly I mean? i know it does it feels mean to say it feels mean to hear it all those yeah. things yep. right i've been on both sides of that thing yep. mm-hmm. it sucks yes it sucks in the past i have done poorly with being on the side going i'm not interested that way yeah and have created 
unnecessary drama yeah because i didn't have the guts to just be like hey i enjoyed hanging out with you i enjoyed some of the physical affection we showed each other but this was a very casual situation right i couldn't do it and instead i was like what if i implode multiple friendships (laughs) instead of being just an honest person right but i do think that honesty is clear i think a lot of the advice we're gonna give or or you know uh, that really applies to so much of dating or initiating dating Mm -hmm. really does come down to just be open and be honest yeah you know what i mean for sure that's it uh but yeah I, i think do it early on don't the longer you wait in that zone the more you're like i'll help you bury me you know what i yeah, mean like that's, yeah. you're building yeah. you're building a house in that area yeah every day that you don't do that you know what i right. mean yeah right i've got like a, a subdivision <laughs> brad's a, pl- a slumlord a pl- of my friend zone <laughs> You have started offering timeshare. Yeah. No, I'm I'm good at being a friend. What can I say? It's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I... <laughs> you, you talk about, like, having to tell someone you're not interested. I, twice, I've had women tell me they are not interested in dating me. I never asked them. I never yeah, asked them yeah. out. They're like, hey, it seems like you might want to date me. That's not going to happen. And I'm like, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm it's, like, that sucks. That yeah, does oh, suck. Projection. It feels yeah. terrible. Yeah, we call yeah. it projection. Yeah. Uh, it felt terrible in one instance. And in one, I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But I think a lot of times that happens because... Uh, because I wasn't clear. That yeah. and also because often women just have an experience of like these guys friend zoning themselves and yeah. burying in like a tick. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, and so they get jaded to it and go, look, I'm just going to be as... Upfront as possible yeah. with yeah. every fucking man I meet. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I think That's I tough. think one of the biggest barriers in my life for dating has been that the reef. Fact, no, <laughs> the fact that I, <laughs> the fact that I just know that so many guys have been creepy and shitty. Yeah, yeah. That it makes me like like someone talked to me recently. I forget why we were talking about it, but I was like, oh, you know, I've never approached a person at a bar that I didn't know. I think to- I think it was your doctor today. Yeah. I was like, I've never approached a, a woman at the bar that I didn't know and tried to strike up a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that even me saying something as innocent as like, oh, hey, what's up? My name's Chuck. What's your name? It's like someone else has started that way yes. and ended like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, I can't even walk down that road with this person because yeah. I don't want them to think that about me. It's totally. really weird. It's tough. Yeah. That's why I don't stop and ask women directions uh, from my car. I don't roll down my passenger window and lean over and ask a woman walking on the sidewalk. But if I am... Too many, too many shitty people. If I'm riding in Ray's car, I will hang out the passenger side of his ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah. Oh, I will, You'll holler. I'll holler. You'll yeah. holler. I will holler. Yeah. That's what we meant. That's, uh, that, that one's not going to go over with our Gen Z audience, but Gen X it. and millennials are it's loving it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, next up... Help me love doctors. Dear Ray, Chuck, and Brad, I've been thinking about joining Tinder again after not having had much success in the past. I'm not the most attractive guy in the world. I know who wrote this, and that is a lie. He is the most attractive guy in the world. Oh, wow. And, And people on that app often make quick decisions based on looks without ever taking the time to check out someone's actual profile to get to know know them a little bit better. Mm -hmm. True. So how do I make sure to grab someone's attention in my first picture for long enough to make them not immediately swipe left and actually look at my profile first before then eventually ignoring me? We have a P.S., that's such a difficult question. I have, I have my answer. I don't even know if I want to say it in public, but I'll say it. I have a whole bit. Yeah, I know about that. 
Also, since I'm currently losing weight, is it morally wrong to use Photoshop to make myself look thinner? I say yes. don't use Photoshop. Yeah, do not to, Photoshop don't, don't, yourself don't affect no matter what. You don't yeah. want to hear the justification? Okay, go ahead. Okay. I know I'll get there someday. All I need to do is to keep them talking on the app for long enough to reach my goal weight before we finally meet. Then if it's so close, yeah. then you can update it when you actually hit that weight. Yeah, t like if you have a profile... Uh, I don't I I don't know dating apps, but I'm pretty sure it's not like once you start your profile and put your picture up, they're like you're locked in. Yeah. No, no. That's who you are forever. Yeah. I think be as upfront and honest and yeah. like do, it, fucking take a picture each day yeah. and just yeah. put it up every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. You know? Really feed the the dating algorithm. Yeah. Uh, technically, I'm not lying. I'm just showing them what I'll look like in the future, and isn't that what matters most if they are looking for something long term? So we are una unanimous. Don't Photoshop. Don't yeah. Photoshop, and also. A long time ago, I kind of realized, like, <clears throat> never plan for what you think or hope will happen. Mm. You got to live with what you have. And yeah. that's a, and in, in dating, I think that's part of it. Take the pictures of you that are accurate. And if you're so sure you're going to get there, then when you get there, take those pictures. Yeah, yeah and that'll be a victory. By all, means, a nice by all means, like, choose flattering photos. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. Uh, Photoshop out your forehead pimples, maybe. Some of us do that. Some of us. Some of us cl maybe close the gaps in our teeth. Some of us um, maybe put a sock in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I the mean, second picture is always a crotch shot. <laughs> I mean, some of us put a sock in our pants, but it's to keep things dry down there. Oh. <laughs> so dumb. Some some of us, I don't even know what that means. Some of us put a sock, one single sock unrolled in their pants on it because they've been told by their doctor that it's so long. <laughs> That blood doesn't get all the way to the tip. Some some so of us put a sock in our pants because we're undercover Red Hot Chili Peppers fans. Oh, yeah. oh I was yeah, waiting yeah. to get to Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers. This is great. silly. Uh, yeah. I have a really first, first, because first of, part yeah. joining Tinder. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've actually dealt with this. Mm -hmm. uh, I think here's what I'd say for myself. I'm an unattractive man. Now let's just say, it. let's just put it out there. Plainly. Uh, yeah, homely. I would say yes. And it's oh, very, here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. Here we go. Disgusting. No, 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 no. Vile. Fishing for compliments. No, 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 no. So I... <laughs> reprehensible. <laughs> That's part of your bit. <laughs> so I do think it's a thing. Morally corrupt. <laughs> Stop it. Um, hideous on the inside. <laughs> no, I do... Like, like I was on Tinder, and it, and it sucks because there's... The way that they've monetized these dating apps is really weird. Mm. There's... They... They really want you to pay for it. So if you're just like, I'm just going to go on dating apps and I'm not going to pay for anything. Like I've met, I've matched with girls and gone on dates with girls that are like, you know, you net like, I'll explain this real quick. I'm going to make this as quick as possible. When I go on dating apps, if a girl puts like, Hey, I'm not on this dating app that much. Uh, I'm on Instagram and she puts her Instagram handle. Yeah. I'll add her on Instagram. And that's how I even have talked to people on dating apps. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. And if and when I've swiped on them, and then I've gone on many dates with women like that, I've talked to them. And they were like, you know, like you never came up as someone that was even an option for me to swipe on. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because other people pay for this, and they have, it pays to yeah, appear yeah, higher yeah. in the. It's almost like paying for. Google results yeah. when yeah. they're like, you know, I'm looking for a coffee or place, boosting a post or something. Exactly, yeah. that's what it is, and so. Here's the thing. I'm not attractive enough to be like eye catching like that either. I never get swiped right on or whatever. I just, I honestly, if they have like other handles in there, I'll casually grab them, add them. If it if it comes up and I message them, and I'm like, hey, I saw your profile on mm -hmm. profile on Tinder, blah blah blah. Then it goes from there. But yeah. I seriously like. And to be clear, if they show that they're not interested in any way, cut it, leave yeah. it. Oh yeah. Don't yeah. don't 
don't hit them up again. Yeah. And so uh, I'd say literally actually matching on a dating app and then going on a date, I'd say it maybe has happened maximum of three times in my life, mm-hmm. probably closer to like just two. I can't even think of the third. I just don't want to yeah. lie. And so I am with you. I've been in the same boat. I do think it's weird. There's a lot of stuff working against you. Uh, and I think that the way that I was just talking about is kind of the way to go. It's so difficult because, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, I haven't had to use apps like right. that because yeah. I met my wife before them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to do the whole bit that I have about right. dating it's apps. It's a good bit, but too. Thank yeah. you. It's, but, you know, I, the, the gist of it is I'm aware that were I in an app situation, yeah. right. this is not ideal, right? This is not a, what did I, oh, it's not, this is not a good two dimensional image popping up on your phone right. without warning mm-hmm. and being like, oh, I didn't know there was an Amber Alert. Uh, I know that, right? And, and <laughs> Silver Alert. <laughs> <laughs> Silver Fox. Yeah. So I, it does scare the shit out of me, and I think it's bad and hard. This is the, 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 the positive of the negative. Yeah. It's bad and hard and terrible for everyone, yes. right? Yes. Even handsome folk and beautiful people, right? Uh, and I think the swiping thing is so shallow and deadening, mm-hmm. but it's the nature of the beast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, have a flattering picture of yourself. Sure try to incorporate some part of your personality or your interests in there if you like to hike do hiking don't hold a fish because every guy holds a fish you know that kind of thing yeah but uh i don't think there's an answer that is like this will get you the 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 swipes or whatever yeah my joke answer is one i like Mm -hmm. which is you know the key here is fascination right Morbid or otherwise. <laughs> Morbid or otherwise. Get mysterious. I'm talking full on Phantom of the Opera. I wonder. I'm talking have a cape up yeah, like this. Yeah, that's cool. Ooh, who's he? What's he that's about? Cool. Right? Yeah. I can't even see what he looks like. Yeah. I just see his sultry eyes. Yeah. His smoky eyes. If I saw a woman like that, I, there's no way I would swipe left. I would have to swipe right and see what happens. You got to find just, out what that's just, about. Yeah, just mm-hmm. to solve the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know reframing them in my brain as meeting apps instead of dating apps mm. took a lot of the pressure off. Yeah, I like that. Of uh, Instead of like, oh, I, I have to build this up because it, it's going to have to be like the 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 one. The, yeah. And, and saying like, no, I'm going to have a chance to possibly be introduced to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And, and also remembering like, hey, just because there's someone I'm attracted to at a party like doesn't mean that I'm going home with them. Right. It, does, the it doesn't mean that, that you're owed anything by that person. Yeah. I think yeah. That, that's a big part of it too, is like, to me, I think that some people really build up the idea of a date. And to me, it's like, no, no, the commitment is we're going to grab dinner and talk and see if or we like to do that. Or a cup of coffee. And that's yeah. just it. see, are, do you, are you remotely interested in things I like? Yeah. And you I th- know, that kind of stuff. I think to piggyback on Ray's uh, picture stuff, think about what someone might like about you that you care about. Yeah. And just be like, it's it's to me it's really paint by numbers if you know put a clear picture of yourself as the main picture if you're close to your family put a picture of you and your family your closest friends put a picture of you and your friends if you if you play saxophone like bill clinton you know we put, next, put, next week's episode yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. uh put a picture of you playing saxophone if you care if you care a lot about yeah. your cat like brad yep. put a picture of you and your cat it's just it's on yeah i think it's i think that's it and just make sure you're not misleading yeah. Yes, yeah, that's that's key, uh, and and also to piggyback on what I said as the joke answer. Yeah, if you don't want to go mystery, right? Mm-hmm. 
go full on old school 80s early 90s headshot mm-hmm. uh-huh. i'm talking like, lasers in the background yeah, like oh no no like <laughs> comedian headshot. I, yeah, I yeah. black and white yeah, yeah like yeah, it's yeah. black and white and your arms are crossed like or do the good old shoulder shrug yeah, hands up yeah. like did i just say that you know what i mean do one of the, oh my god maybe hold a banana like a phone <laughs> i will you say know? i've never gone the route of like a weird take on that yeah and that is fun i think that's a good idea when i yeah. get back on the apps you guys can help me with it i'll do it there we go. Next email uh, is from a lady, which is important. That's See, I, you said you were going to keep this anonymous. Yep. Too much information. <laughs> lady, Statistically, with podcast listeners, yeah. there's, I can, uh, we, now we pick from four. Lady Bird. <laughs> yeah. um, I want some advice on the best way to ask a guy for something you, want, you might want more of in the bedroom. I don't want to come across as complaining or criticizing. There are just certain things I'd enjoy more of and don't know the best way to address it. Thanks, guys. Heart. I think you just say, like, please make my Cheez-Its extra toasty when you bring them to me for breakfast this in bed. Is, this, is, this is a real email? Yes, it's a real email. Well, the Cheez-Its thing was that what, was what I yeah. eat in bed. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's a real email. That's interesting. Wow. Do you think, just real quick, your take... Is she saying she wants to please the guy more, or is she saying that this guy doesn't do what she likes? No, no, she's saying that she's not displeased with the with the performance in the bedroom, yeah. but there are certain things that she likes more of, and she wants more of that. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. You know what's funny? A lot of our advice, I think, is going to boil down a lot to like honesty, honesty, and and like authenticity. Yeah. It's weird because right. everything has gone back to this. But like at this within moderation for this question, because right. what if the, what they like is ch- getting choked, and they're like, no, no, no I want to go until I almost die. See, let's let's assume that that what they want more of is not something insane. But like, yeah. I know I, I agree yeah. with you. I what if about- it's like they like it when <laughs> their lover wears a mask of, let's say, a person from a podcast, <laughs> whoever it may be. <laughs> Oh, and then, and then their lover did it one time, but feels weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it could be. It's, it's Chuck writing the emails to say, "Hey, I, I want them to wear a mask of Chuck." It is very interesting. The idea of there's there's a specific thing that this person likes, yeah, and they want more of that thing. So, so I, I mean, this is my general answer. I've I think when I first was like sexually active, which is now fucking 1976, I was way more withdrawn about talking about it mm-hmm. at this point totally cool with being like so what do you like yeah yeah you're just being yeah. like yeah. so what do you like i mean obviously and you have that it. menu on the wall which is weird <laughs> don't say it like that so what do you like yes. but like I so think, what what can i get you you know you're chewing gum yeah. and you have a pad and you're writing I, I think you just i i seriously straight up asking straight up being open about it, I think, is the yeah, best. Being way like, to do I it. like when this is going on. Let's do that more. And you could be playful, coquettish, yeah. if you want. Exactly. You can do that kind of stuff. I understand bringing up your yeah. proclivities or whatever. I struggled with that, with being like, I like that thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I playfully brought it up before stuff was going on. Right. When we were talking about the idea of stuff, ah, I was like, you planted the you know, seeds. I really like that stuff. Right. Wow, you know? it's almost like Inception. Right, right. No, just being honest. <laughs> yes. and, uh, no. Yeah, famously, Inception is about like two people sitting down and going, "Hey, this is how I feel." Yeah, and, direct and, communication. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ray are running around in the snow with shotguns. <laughs> and it's like, what is it? What does he Ray want? You ask more blowjobs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why did we have to do all of this? He just wants more blowjobs. We're in the Dead Sea. Yeah. Cillian Murphy's dead. Brad's somehow hopping on the moon. This city is folding in on itself because this guy likes bejibbers. Oh, man. But yeah, I think just being open about it and be playful uh, in that way of like... I think being <laughs> clinical is the wrong way to go. Yeah. Like being like, I like this more of this, please. Right. Yep. That's a little too much. But if you, and, uh, you know, positive affirmations, that kind of thing. Well, like, hey, yeah. I really like this. And what, yeah. do, what do you like? I, you know? I like having fun bearable playing in the background as, right. as you know. Yeah. I uh, don't like it. You know, like they might say that. Back. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Because and then you've you already have to started the other person's. Yeah. Or maybe situation. just put it at half volume. Or, sure. or, or you know, put headphones. AirPods. On. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I know there's an app. Uh, that like partners would download. Oh yeah, and, compatibility. And, yeah, and ah. and you say like, all right, this I'm very interested in. This I'm I would do, but wouldn't yeah. like. And then it tells you like these are the things you matched on of like enthusiastic. Hey, we both like having uh, mm-hmm. you know food. We both swallow light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or like, hey, I, I'm not super I call it festering. Yes. <laughs> Hey, I'm not into. I'm not in. I'm not super into festering, but would if my partner asked. Right. And then like, and and then and then I'm not into festering at all. Well, the partner like, uh, you know, they know what they put down, but they're like, all right, well, they're not into festering. And then they and, look out the window longingly. Yeah, <clears throat> a bald man walks yeah. past. <sighs> I think, um, and and you know, if if you are unsure how to bring those things up, you can say, oh, I, w- I was, you know, watching the like the the greatest podcast yeah. in the world. And they talked about this app. Isn't that crazy? I think or, anyway, or I, send us a follow-up email with the specific thing. I would like to know what the thing is. If, if I kind of want to know what the thing if, is, If you're too. comfortable, Anon- whoever anonymous. wrote this in, be anonymous. What is the thing you're talking about? I want to know. But here's my other offer. Do that. Yeah. We will write back to you when we have it planned. And we will say at the... You know, we'll do it. And then we'll let them know, hey, at the 22-minute mark <laughs> yes. on this next episode that's coming out. We say the thing. Oh. And then all three of us organically yeah. in the episode, we're like, you know what? You know what I love <laughs> to do in the boudoir? <laughs> Swallow light bulbs. <laughs> Holy shit. Have you tried festering? Festering is hot. Yeah. And here, here's another little real tip. Yeah. If you like a thing, let's say they're just going to go on a limb here. You're a lady and you like to get a little bit more of the uh, little tongue action, right? Let's yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you should just say, like, I like to do this to you and see what the person says back. Because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, going to respond yeah. to that. And yeah. it's a little bit more yeah. like you're offering something. Yeah. Maybe they offer back. And maybe you just open a discussion. Maybe, like, grab their hair and slap them in the face and, and be, like, really aggressive about it. And be like, <laughs> get down there. You know what I mean? Like, do something like that. Yeah, that's also I good. don't know. That's yeah. something. If you're a woman. If you're a woman yeah. or a man, oh no, that's aggressive. I, I don't like women. that. Yeah, for women, they can do that. Maybe hide something there and be like, "God, f- <laughs> next email." We went too much on the goose. We should have. Uh, we peaked at festering. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Next email. I am trying to plan the perfect date night in. I really love to cook and want to cook something for my date. What is a good dish to make and dessert 
for date night, what would each of you want for a romantic dinner? Ooh. Mm, that's tough. My, I, as a married man of 14 years, yes. yeah. my like romantic dinner is so fucking different than a dating dinner. What is it? It's so different. It's either like... Free Chipotle. (laughs) Like for me, it would be like uh, this meal that Kalina makes that I love. Yeah. That's like a a, a fucking involved process. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, can you make like beef Wellington? Mm -hmm. I love it, but it's a process. Yes. You know, something I have to be like on my birthday. On my birthday. Can you make this for me? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, Or for a romantic dinner, it would literally be... And this is who we are as 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 a couple, my wife and I. Like a romantic dinner for us, we have occasional like actual romantic dinners. Yeah, yeah. But we're very much not those people anyway. Right. Uh, so for us, like if we get to like go see a movie and then have dinner, that's a fucking ordeal to get to that point, right? Yeah. We yeah. have a child. Yeah. And. The idea of being able to go and do that, I don't remember the last time we did that. Well, we, mm-hmm. now we have the volunteer babysitter from a couple emails ago. Right. So I don't think, I think going home and saying to my wife, like, I found a babysitter <laughs> for us in our like sex episode yeah. <laughs> is probably not the best move. But you don't, truly, you don't, you don't know how she's going to react. That's fair. Put like, it in the app. The last, the last, like, quote unquote, romantic dinner, which in my head means like my son wasn't there. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Was we got uh, to go Whole Foods salad bar salads mm. after seeing a movie. Yep. And it was great. And we were so happy. Yeah. We were so happy. But that's because we're in a different situation. Yeah, right? yeah for sure. No, that's um, very specific. When yeah, Chuck when and I take cooks, into the zoo this summer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, I still gotta. I gotta run it by <laughs> Finn. Really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Are they in the zoo? <laughs> no. I'm out. I'm out. But uh, no. It, like I remember. Uh, Just tell me. Are Uncle Barrett and Uncle Chuck a couple or not? Yeah. <laughs> it's very confusing. <laughs> so uh, no. The 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 like I had a you know home cooked like romantic dinner situation and it was. It was it was it was just weird, I guess, yeah. because there was effort put in, and I wasn't expecting this situation because I thought we were at a different level yeah. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a performative thing of like the meal has been put in front of you, and I'm and she's it, it was almost just like I'm gonna watch yeah. you, I'm gonna watch you eat what I made I made you yeah. a meal. Yeah. But that's I think that's the, at that age, yeah, early twenties, where it's like, look, we're being adults. Yeah, it definitely didn't happen in my mid forties. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yep. What you got real mad about this? That, no, I'm mad at myself. Oh, for, okay. For uh, putting in the effort for someone. Oh, who... you cooked for yeah, them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Because okay. for in the me, it was for... they cooked for me, no. and then I was just like, am I supposed? Mm. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I put in effort to make a meal for someone who did not appreciate it nor deserve that effort. Oh no! Yeah. Were they critical of the meal? No, 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 no. Oh, just uh, that would just, be the worst. Yeah, just the way they've acted. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, oh well, then fuck them. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. them to death. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah. I full full Brad camp here. Yeah. It. Uh, I, I sous veded some chicken, uh, which is not uh, not a, it's weird because it's not a difficult thing to do, mm. but the chicken was like too tender like it was falling apart yeah i think i did broccoli as a side and I really just god damn it brad i was so in your corner i know and the plainism thing and then you tell me you literally dry boiled something yeah 
That's what sous vide is. You put it in a little baggie and put it in boiling water. Vacuum seal that baggie. It's like you didn't want the flavor of the water to get in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It wasn't thick enough. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it's too runny. I called back to it. Water is too watery. She's eating and you're like self-loathing about it. You're like, oh. I know, it's too runny. Oh, it's I'll too say, runny. I, I, I think about that evening every once in a while and it's it's nothing but like self-loathing yeah and i you know no it, i i get it i get it it's tough it is a tough thing i yeah. i think yeah it's it's i i romantic meals for me i i don't know that the food matters like hot dogs ha 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 um, yeah, but uh i you know although those are pretty romantic Ooh. if you think about it <laughs> first thought in my head foot long coming from both ways mm-hmm. all right oh, it, lady in the trampet yeah, yeah. you lady in trampet yeah. yeah uh number two obviously phallic yep yeah. number three obviously what's the what's the other version of phallic but for lady parts yonic Yo- yonic oh because they're yoni yeah yeah uh you know because you got that bun mm-hmm. you could you could lick the toppings off of it yeah, you could kind of you could, you could you know it. you do, do all the things okay <laughs> <laughs> uh and then you know but uh, that's that's silly but i, I think in terms of like romantic meal mm-hmm. doesn't it kind of stereotypically like the cliche of this thing come down to like you don't want anything too heavy right um yeah i th- well it's, this is also like perfect romantic date night i thought too let me check uh, i thought there was a first what what yeah um what is a good dish to make good dish and dessert to make for date night and then what would each of you want what was the first for... sentence of the uh, yeah. i am trying to plan the perfect date night in yeah there you go okay i you know i i think the food it's probably making it romantic is more about the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Than, I think it could be any old shit, but if the vibe is right, it's a beautiful romantic dinner. <laughs> any old shit oh, romantic that, is funny to yes. put together. It's kind of true. I have yeah. some actual answers. Um, I you know mine are actual. They're any actual old shit. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, I know. But go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just uh, you know for me, I again, I you know it, the the effort is always appreciated regardless of what it is, and you know I'm a I'm a fussy eater. Mm. Um, to the point of psychosis, I was recently told. By a doctor? <laughs> nope. In that hospital? By Dr. Genius. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Don't trust a thing that man says. Um, it, uh, and, you know, you, you see the effort, you appreciate the effort, and that is more important than necessarily the results. Sure. Uh, and then for dessert, chocolate chip cookies. Come on. I think uh, there's, a, like, you can't go wrong with, like, a, a lighter pasta. Yep. You know what I mean? You have, have a little of it. I have some real answers for, for me personally. Because yes, she says, like, what are your things? I think, like, a perfect, like, date night, a date, perfect date night in to me, pretty simple. If you're staying in, like, I'm happy to, to do, like, the either favorite movie or new movie thing, right? That's mm-hmm. easy. Yep. I am kind of, like... Happy to do the, the the romantic coupley things, like even just playing like a, a game together. I like that, like a board game or something dumb. And for the food aspect, I think for me, chicken cordon bleu Ooh, is a great option. It's a good one. Chicken cordon bleu for Chuck. Chicken marsala is a great option. Okay, there's mushrooms there. No thanks. I like mushrooms. I'm um, out of here. And then, you know, I mean, I love... Twice baked potatoes. That's pretty good. I'm just so about my heavy. <laughs> so heavy. Cordon Bleu. There's so much butter. I love. Oh, I love a chicken breast stuffed with okay. ham and cheese. Yeah. Oh, this. So it gets all sloppy and messy. That's I was stop. thinking of chicken Kiev. Oh, chi- chicken Kiev. Yeah, chicken yeah. Oh, you know Kiev what? Is the butter. Okay, I'll give one more personal, and then I'll give it Jen. Okay. Roll general. Yep. So. Basically, meet with the general and save some time. Yeah, <laughs> it's General Sal, actually. Oh no, 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 no. no. So, um, another thing I love is lasagna 
mm-hmm. but without sausages in it and meatballs on the side. I love that. And, sure. Yeah, and you hate Mondays, famously. I hate Mondays. I think Italian, like, like pasta is like a pretty solid go-to because yeah. it's fairly, depending on what it is, it's fairly low uh, uh, effort to mm-hmm. not, I, I don't mean it's low effort but right. it's like it's not a process that takes forever right, yeah. right? like you can pre-do some stuff you can let other things happen you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it's usually like a, a nice win maybe like a nice lemon based pasta instead of like anything too heavy right or just the noodles <clears throat> Just dry noodles. That's what <laughs> Yep, with ketchup. <laughs> so, oh. so my general one that I, I actually dip. think is a really, really fun one yeah. is to do like taco night. Oh, That's really yeah. fun. Yeah. Because you get to do a bunch of different things. <clears throat> you eat as much as you want. You know yep. what I mean? You only eat a little and then you bang. That way you're not like all heavy, and then you eat way more, and then you yeah, can be yeah, heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what you can do with like the pasta too. You have a little bit, and then you got all that shit. Yeah, to go. yeah. Uh, and also, I, I would say it also depends on the person making it, yeah. because if they have like a thing that they are really Ooh, good at making, yeah. and they love to make that mm-hmm. thing. Dry boil that chicken. That's a part of that person, right? Yeah. That's a part of who they are. I agree with that. Like, oh, my grandma taught me how to make this. I want to make that. That's a that's. To me, that's even that goes beyond just like, do I like this? It's that's, like, yeah, that's the best answer. Okay, like if they have a special thing because it feels a little bit more connected. All right, so number right. one special dish, number two cordon bleu. Oh yeah, dessert. Yeah. What's the dessert? Oh, dessert. Well, three, chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies is is from a package. Yes, <laughs> soft batch, <Chips> please. <laughs> soft and chewy, just like me. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> stop chewing it. <laughs> It's not soft anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, dessert. It's tough because, like, uh, you know what I've been really into? <laughs> I don't want to say it. I know you're going to turn it into some terrible thing. I love the idea of a mud pie. Like, with the. the <laughs> In this situation, just saying mud pie changes the dynamic, doesn't it? I went to this place. It's called. You know, the, I, you know what I've been into lately for dessert? Anal. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to uh, I went to this place called the Cookie Jar in Staten Island. Yeah. And they ha- they sell a mud pie with, like, Cake, mousse, pudding, and like the little crumblies that are on How are like they ice doing? I, what? Those three guys I met in Staten Island. <laughs> cake, mousse, and pudding. <laughs> and then like those, they do it dumb as hell. Those, dumb as those hell. chocolate crumblies that are on ice cream cake. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so entranced by it. But also, across the board, banana pudding. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's, banana that's, pudding. That's oh a Chuck Staten classic. It. Yeah. I think, it, again, it's like a personal yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I think, so if I you're think, preparing it for Chuck... It's tacos and banana pudding. <laughs> well, cordon bleu is cordon blue and banana pudding. <laughs> cordon blue. It's, it's insane. It's an insane choice. Uh, but uh, but no, the one that wins. Sorry, no, the one that wins is the preparers. Like yeah, I think that's the, that's the best thing. one across the board. Is, yeah. Is, yeah, is is I'm gonna share this part of me with you. Yes. Yeah. You know. Uh, Ooh, that sounds like they cooked part of themselves. Yeah. That's cool. They have like a huge bandage on their arm. <laughs> Army Hammer. Van Gogh style. Yeah. Uh, for dessert, that's that's tricky. Um, I think that can come down to just like I, I don't have a firm thing there. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing too heavy. Obviously, right. you don't want like a big, huge fuck off piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little of it. And then yeah. save the rest for later. Yeah, See? yeah. Me uh, and Ray, me and Ray are eating ten percent of our meals. Yeah, we're making and we're love, just like, and then all night <laughs> we're finally finally yeah. that's out of the way. <laughs> we're going back to the fridge as soon as she falls asleep. We're tiptoeing yeah. like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Chuck. Chuck, all right, I'm watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> Tell me when the T-Rex is practical and what's CG. Uh, now save that piece of cake. <laughs> I'm like, Brad, 
Come in the window. She's asleep. <laughs> We're eating all the food. <laughs> so, uh, I I don't know. Dessert is a really hard one. That for is me. a hard one. Yeah, like I love baklava. That jumped to my mind. Ooh, baklava yeah. is good, and yeah. I feel like that's like light enough where mm-hmm. it's not like it is. It's also weird. It's insane that in the dating culture, like just it's a cliche in movies and television and everything, and even in our conversation, the idea of like whatever you eat on a date. Make sure you don't eat too much because you're going to be fucking every single uh, thing. There's, like, we're talking about that. That is insane. Oh, it's yes. true. That there's this understood thing of like, let's go eat, but not too much because we're going to fuck. A long time, a long time ago, the other I, two. I, I was dating someone and every Monday, we were, we were both like trying to eat really well during the week and every Monday was like our day together and we would go out all day, we'd go out for lunch, we'd get things, but we were eating so little all week that like, we'd, you, you, ever, you ever like... Kind of get to the point where like you can't eat that much because you've been like eating less. Sure, yeah. And so that would be our day together too, though. So we'd go out all day, we'd eat, 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 and we'd go home and be like, "All right, it's time to do the stuff we do." And you're like, "Do it." You're like, "Oh," and you can't. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I've I've been in the position where you know, yeah, like, we got to stop eating. So a you know what? Hours Fuck more. it. Do a do a cookie puss. Do a fucking fudgy the whale. Go to Carvel, get an ice cream cake, Perfect. and I think it would be a nice laugh. Yep. You have a little sliver, yep. and then post-sex, you cool down with a little fudgy the whale. Excellent. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, next. This one is kind of general, and mainly for Ray. What one piece of marriage advice you would give to a newlywed? Ooh. That's so difficult. Yeah. It really is. Just one piece. It doesn't have to be like the secret. I mean, the the dumb answer that we've been giving for everything that makes sense for everything, just be honest yeah. and yeah. forward. Like, don't, you know, you're going to find out who you are with yeah, each other. You, I, I guess, uh, you know, changing it a little. Do you remember something like you learned in your first year of marriage where you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I, I have to know my wife's blood type or, or anything no, weird like that? I, it's weird because like... Uh, Kalina and I were really, really close friends before we started dating. Yeah. Uh, Neither of us had an interest in each other that way. Yeah. And then, like, it was very strange the way things worked out. It was Mm -hmm. just, like, sudden. And I joke with her that she was always into me. Yeah. And uh, and then, like, you know, she she played it cool. Yeah. Um, But it, it is a weird thing. So we were so close already. There weren't those surprise kind okay. of elements. And we had yeah. lived together before we got married. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like once you live with someone, yeah, you really start to understand a lot of the the stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So getting married for us was was more just uh, more of that thing that was already happening. Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, sure. So advice, honestly, uh, you're in this relationship now as newlyweds i think a a decent piece of advice is no matter what happens moving forward you're in it together and the it's like the two of you against the world kind of deal right Mm -hmm. so your biggest responsibility and this is provided everything's going well and it's a healthy relationship right if you're with somebody that's like terrible this is bad advice right Mm -hmm. but you should be the most uh anchored support for your spouse and vice versa right Mm -hmm. um in that in that my best friend kind of way yeah if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and understand that part of the fun of this thing in life is that you guys are going to change you guys are going to grow and uh, often a relationship of marriage will end because one person 
is evolving and growing and another person is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have friends that their relationships have ended, their marriages have ended because someone is going through a process of growth in their life and right. the other person is not, and now it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. So recognizing that the person you're with, uh, I think it's a really exciting thing that like the Kalina that I married there is still mostly that person right but there's there's this other kalina now mm-hmm. uh through life yeah. through life experience through of course be, now i'm now married to a woman who is a fantastic mother right right mm-hmm. that wasn't yeah right uh, an aspect of our relationship when we were we got together right. yeah and it's and it's wonderful and that's all opportunity for like strengthening that relationship right yeah so yeah, it's tough for for newlywed. I don't know. I mean, get used to farting in front of each other quick. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of day a reasonable one. one. Date one. Mm-hmm. Date. W- See, now this that's is why that dinner didn't go well. <laughs> <That's> why. <laughs> I just want to uh, be honest. Dry boiled chicken and farting. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're gonna get. What kind of mother are you gonna be? Yeah. What? <laughs> but no, yeah, it's tough with with uh, newlywed <laughs> stuff. The uh, you know, I think uh, just just getting to that place is yeah. good but some of the fun of being newlyweds is like getting there yeah it's like learning those things about each other this is the should be the easiest part just in terms of like life yeah uh because you're likely younger with less responsibility yep uh maybe not kids who knows i don't know this person's personal experience Nor do i so if it is pre-children I would say right now, my biggest piece of advice is if you want to go somewhere and see a thing or do anything like that, you should do it now. Yeah. You know, if you want to go on a trip, go on that trip right now. Yeah. Like, like right now. Right. Get a little envelope and start putting money in it and write whatever place it is. Write Paris, France on the envelope and start saving up for it. Warren, Rhode Mm -hmm. Island. Yeah. Whoa. Warren, Rhode Island, the most romantic place in Rhode Island. (laughs) And, uh, but like go and have those experiences and stuff now. Uh, and if you already have kids, you know that's something that you have to plan a lot longer for. Uh, yeah, that's a hard question. Yeah, I, I, have, I actually have a little thing I want to say about this that's interesting, that, that I just think it sounds very uh, base, but I think it's actually really helpful. When I started dating my ex-girlfriend, Alyssa, we were having a really good relationship. Everything was going really well. And she was going to college. And what happened was her mom basically was going to move away. And if her mom moved away, she was going to have to switch to a different college, and we were probably going to have to break up. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to move in together, even though we were only six months into the relationship, mm. and which is which is wicked early, yeah. very very early. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of sat down to talk about it, to talk about what what direction should we go, because basically we're breaking up or we're living together, and we kind of came to this conclusion: we're like, well, let's let's live together, but let's make an agreement right now. That like any little thing that bothers you slightly or anything you'd like to do more of or anything that you may normally in a relationship kind of just like hope it organically changes or whatever. Let's be as forward as possible about everything like that. Like there's no difference between our feelings. Like we're just 100% honest all the time. And... We eventually broke up, but like way, way, way later, and the actual transition to just living together six months in was totally fine, mm-hmm. and that was a big part of it, I think, having that weird discussion, which, again, it sounds base, yeah. but I do think that sometimes people don't operate like that. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and, and those like isms, I think, with living with someone, uh, 
it's tricky because like marriage is such an odd like label at this point. Yeah. Like my wife and I loved each other. We're going to be, we were going to be together uh, and we already lived together. Right. We just signed some paperwork and had, and had right, a party. Right. Right. right like, right. so, but it, you know, yeah. Recognizing that like now in that life, if, if you are in this marriage and this is a lasting marriage, mm-hmm. which sometimes it's not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's fine. Yep. Uh, I have been married longer then my mother was married to my father, and my grandmother was married to my grandfather wow. combined. Wow. Yeah, I'm the one that is lasting. Yeah. <laughs> and my great-grandmother, they weren't divorced, but they were not together, yeah. <laughs> right? They lived separately, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm the only one in my family that I know of, like, the marriage thing. My mom yeah. just got married to, uh, you know, her longtime boyfriend. They were yep. basically together already, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a wonderful thing, and I'm, I'm thrilled for that. I also would say, you know, like that's a great, exciting thing. If you're in this thing and it's lasting, you get to experience a, a, a change, not just in who they are, like I was saying earlier, but you start to change as well yes. in a good, positive way. Right. And you become this. This could sound terrifying if you look at it pessimistically, but it's not like you become a unit like this thing mm-hmm. yeah, this this entity like right. my my wife and I have built a life together and mm-hmm. we've made a life together you know what i mean right. we've ended some lives together <laughs> uh, but it's a it's a really beautiful thing and then at the other end of the spectrum yeah. i would say if you are married and it's not working that's okay right i'm not going to be one of those weird berenstein bears people and be like you need to work at it and do the thing, and if it's not, I mean, obviously, within reason. Yeah, right? of course, yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah. If you're gonna, don't like have one fight and be like, oh, "This isn't working. I'll see you later." You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like course. that, you can't do that. Yeah. But you know, I have friends that have gotten divorced, and it's hard, mm-hmm. and it's a you know, there's shame in there, and all that stuff is complicated. Some mm-hmm. of them, uh, you know, they have kids and they have to deal with that stuff. Some of them don't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing I always say to a friend or like a fellow comic that gets divorced, whenever someone lets me know that they have gotten a divorce, I always truly say, uh, I'm really sorry, but also, hey, congratulations. Yeah. And not enough people hear that. And I always hear back from them like, thank you. Right? Like, thank you. Because too many people look at it like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, because it was the death of a relationship. And it's like, nobody gets divorced in a good marriage. It's true. It's a bad relationship. And now you're done. Yep. Good for you. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you got Mm -hmm. out of a bad situation. Right. Uh, So I don't think that's the the negative that I think, you know, I mean, so people look at it. It's right. so short in the in the timeline of like what divorce was. You right. know what I mean? Like, like I said, my great grandmother, she was not divorced from her husband because no one got divorced. Exactly right. right. And then my grandmother did get divorced when that wasn't That's, done. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And then my mom got divorced during that time when everybody was like, "Hey, we can do divorce." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and now I'm married in a time where it's like people are like, "Oh, we're not getting married." You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah, a, it's right. a thing. I know. So, uh, yeah. So that my my I don't have a singular piece of advice. That was good. Yeah, was I think good. it's all context. Yeah, that was good. I think that was good. Uh, what's one thing you wish you knew in college about relationships? And we have touched on this yeah. uh, earlier, but I just want to make sure. Not everybody's into swallowing light bulbs. Yet. A.K.A. Festering. 
<laughs> uh, for me, it I was took festering 101. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of the stuff I said earlier when I was like, teenage Chuck was like this, and this Chuck yeah, is like this. Yeah, yeah. It's all identical. It's don't be scared of rejection. Establish what you want the relationship to be very early on. Mm-hmm. Be authentic. Be truthful. Don't feel shame for wanting to date someone. That's normal. And if they're not interested in you, that's also normal. Yeah, we all. But it's have a, that. it's also your responsibility to like be cool with that. Exactly. You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah all sides yeah. of it. So it's it's a lot of authenticity stuff and yeah. a lot of, to me, very base. Don't hide your intention stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that's a. Big I part think of it, it just keeps going back to this idea of like just be honest. Yeah. With yourself, with the other person, I and know. be honest about who you are, uh, and that's going to be a positive, right? And it yeah. will be attractive to other people, um, and it'll help you not waste your time or their time. Right. Exactly. You know, the selfish version of this question, though, is like, what if? What could you tell you? Yeah. Back in college, I'd say just don't. Just don't ever try. No, oh my God. never try. Uh, no, I, I, I think the, uh, I, I think I would have asked a wider variety of, like I, I would have made, made an effort to meet a wider variety of people, mm. uh, and therefore spend time with them romantically yeah. and otherwise. Yeah. Um, that not every time, you know, I didn't have to like be a smitten kitten for a girl before asking her out i could have asked out people more casually and spent yeah, you yeah. know and ha- like oh let's let's go to uh the pizza place across the street and and you know we'll just uh, take a walk or whatever yeah instead of like oh, i think i really like her and then like a yeah, week goes by yeah, and i'm like yeah. i really like her yeah. and, then, and then there's so much pressure to not only you know ask them out but then like make the date memorable yeah Shouldn't I, have I also it. feel yeah. like if you do that, if you stay in that space, like we were talking about like the friend zone and things like yeah. that, or not not just, just bite the bullet, just ask, the longer you go, the less real of a person you are liking. Oh, yeah. You're not even liking that actual person. You, you you're really- liking this weird idealized cartoon of a right. person. Well, one thing I'd like to do, and I'm just going to offer this viewpoint that I've heard, um, <clears throat> I've dated a lot of really attractive women. And a thing I've heard a lot. Oh, you want to start going through the list? <laughs> well, he gave me that shitty look. Turn off. I gave include, Ray the shitty yeah. look. Turn offs so, include whatever the fuck Chuck's doing right now. No, no, it's like here's what happens though. There's another side that we're kind of ignoring, which is like I've dated a lot of attractive women that have been like, yeah. So I thought I had friends, mm. but no guy was ever actually my friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You For have sure. to. When I say like you don't want to waste your time, I mean being romantically invested with someone who is. Um, you know, who who maybe is not going to be interested in you. Yeah. But you're also getting closer to this person who views you in this way and trusts you as this person when even though you're, you're when I say ulterior motives, I don't, I don't mean necessarily like you're trying to do something terrible, but it's not what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. you might say, oh, you're not interested in me romantically. Well, I don't want to spend time with you. Right. That's, that's what I was talking about and, earlier yeah, with yeah, like the, the guys that... You know, they will ask and then get really mad. Yeah. And they, or they're in the friend zone. Like I have had, I have been friends with women that have a lot of men that do that. Right. Yes. Or in the past. Right. And I've also dated women that have that happen. And w- the weirdest part is when I know the two worlds collide, right? Like I remember being out with this person I was dating and she was a little older than me. And like, you know, this was college time. Mm-hmm. Right. And like we, uh, you know, I went, I, I, I stayed with her over spring break and we went to uh, like one of her regular places like she would hang out, you right. know, and she's 20s. So we're, we're in the uh, bar somewhere, whatever right. it was. 
And this, I remember this guy being like, Hey, what's up? And, and her being like, Oh, that's so-and-so he's really cool. He's a friend I met cause she had moved to the area. He's my, he's my friend here and it's awesome. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then she goes to the bathroom and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. Of course. And it was so clear and yeah. so obvious. Yeah. I know. He hates the shit out of me. Yep. Wants nothing to do with me. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. So you're you're trying to okay. Okay, yeah. I got it. I yeah. got exactly. It. You know what I mean? And it's all weird and uncomfortable. And I, yeah. I also think, like, for me personally, it's like I think a lot of these relationships for me are very malleable. Like, there's a lot of people who I would date, and if that's not a if that's not on the table, then I would definitely be just friends with them. Yeah. But I think a lot of times, if you there's a lot of people that are not like that, and that's the majority of the time. I think so. Really, be honest up front to avoid. Someone getting feelings from a platonic direction and depending on you, and then you are not part of their life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say was the dating different people and stuff like that. It's so cliche, and I've heard it, and it's hard to, it was hard to even understand when people are like, oh, I kind of had to date a lot of different people to find out what I like. I was always like, oh, yeah, you don't know what you like. You don't know, like, that doesn't make Mm. any sense. But now that I've dated like a lot of different people, there are traits that I'm like, this is really important to me. That I don't know that I would think of that as a highlight or an important thing to me if I didn't date people that didn't have those traits. Yeah, because how can you see, how can you see and predict you know? what is important to you <clears throat> right. four weeks into a relationship, four months into a relationship, right. four years into a relationship, unless you uh, have some experience with those things? And so, and some of them are yeah. like my thing that specifically, I want to date someone who's like very sweet and kind, mm-hmm. and you can date people that are good. And uh, have good morals, but they might not be sweet and kind. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like a different yeah, sure, thing. Yeah. And I don't know if I ever would have highlighted that trait as something that I really care about. Yeah. Unless I dated people who were not sweet and kind. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's so simple, but it's it's really true. My my list is different. Uh, you know, I uh, I feel like uh, you have to be able to jump a certain height. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Any woman that I've ever been interested in, I check and see how much that they can fireman carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are things that concern me. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I am unconscious, can you get me out of a burning building yes, safely? Yes. Right. And I'll still check with Kalina once in a while. Yeah. You know, we'll be we'll be lovey dovey together. You know, like uh, we're in the kitchen and like Finn's at the table yep. and we're kind of hanging out. We're doing our thing. I'll I'll hug her from behind and then I'll kind of just drop my weight on her. <laughs> just to and, see. And, and you do the fake stroke thing once in a while, yeah. just to see. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fake. Yeah. <laughs> and, no. It's fake. <laughs> Oh damn! I was so good. I got you guys so good. Oh, Bam Margera does sound like you had a stroke. Yeah, Bam Margera joke too. All right, no, but and and I will say for the personal version of like if I had a time machine and just in relationship stuff, could tell college if Ray Harrington could Mm -hmm. tell college Ray Harrington a thing about relationships. Yeah, it would genuinely be like. She's into you, idiot. Right? Like that's <laughs> what it would be. There were so many scenarios where I'd go back and be like, dude, 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 what what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right. I think yeah. I think that that level of just like be genuine. I mean, if and if if you in that situation where you're like, is this person into me? Ask. Say it. Say right, right. Hey, I think we're getting along really like whatever. 
fucking say it. Chuck, say I am it. telling you, there were scenarios <laughs> oh, I that know. were so obvious. We've talked about them on she the phone She had and the stuff. light bulb in her mouth already. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. Like, there were scenarios that were so bafflingly obvious yep. mm-hmm. that I look back and I'm like, you're a fairly smart man. How did you not? And Man. you know what it was? I think it's it's just uh, it's it's a level of insecurity. Yeah, I was just so insecure and so certain of, well, that uh, she's not going to be interested in right. me. Right. You know, it was that kind of thing. Exactly. Because also in college is when I started to like learn who I was <laughs> right. and yeah. learn that uh, you know I could be charming with with being funny and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That I I could use comedy in this way mm-hmm. that wasn't just a defense mechanism mm-hmm. right yeah and had to understand like i had to learn then that like some people think it's like some women they they just think you're funny yeah i know they're not yeah. interested right. you know. know what i mean and so my default setting was no woman is ever going to be interested yeah. in me. Yeah. they all just think i'm funny and yeah. and that was it so so many she like it could have been airplane levels of uh, comedy, yeah. yeah, where she rips her shirt open and has two huge green traffic lights oh, blinking, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. go, go, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> must really like that three... Reese's egg bit. Yeah, maybe if three nights from now, I'll, I'll give you a a really really great example of this. Recently, met a very special lady, and I was like, this girl is very cute. This girl is really nice. And I was talking to her, and we were laughing. She was we trying had... to sell you cookies? <laughs> 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 but we were laughing and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, does she think I'm just like funny and fun, and I'm just a guy? Yeah. Or does she know that I'm interested? And I made a decision. And, I, and we were in an environment where it wasn't super clear. We were just hanging out. And I finally was like, I'm just going to do that this. that campsite? <laughs> I leaned over, and I said, hey, it's clear that I'm flirting with you, right? And she, and then she there you affirmative. Go. Perfect. That's a nice. That's and, a nice one. And yeah. that was it. And then, yeah. seriously, like that. And that was such a great moment for me because it took the pressure off completely of me yeah, guessing yeah. and yeah. being like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna go." I don't know. Like, it took all that away. Yeah. We got to share this moment, and then you're you are both on the same page. Yeah. And that was so easy and something I never would have done when I was younger. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's it's it. true. Yeah. yeah, and and I think an important lesson can be learned from all of it too is like, if you are if you feel like something is obviously like happening, if someone's into you, mm-hmm. maybe like a couple of people, maybe multiple people, whatever, uh, you don't have to say yes to everything, right? You don't have to go along with something that you don't really want to do, right? Just because you think there may be sex in the future or something like that mm-hmm. uh, or because you might find yourself in a platonic friendship scenario with a weekly dedication of getting together and talking a podcast and you don't want that to happen <laughs> yeah sometimes people just want to do a podcast yeah it's 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 because and i haven't learned I, it's it's the it's, idea of sex in the future that got you here and, and keeps you coming back if, yeah if two guys decide to join you in a basement what do you think's gonna happen? All right, one, <laughs> one more, one more thing. Uh, oh my god, this is the longest episode. That's right, Sem- semi joking. I like it though. You know what? Actually, I, more advice too. episodes. More F- advice. This episodes. is fun. I think this F- is really fully fun. joking. Is it okay to take the Viagra before the date starts? Yes. I say no. You're literally cocky. That's that, I, you're, I, you're too much. I think much. you got to keep the blood in your brain so that you can be witty and clever and uh, remember how to speak. Hubris. Hubris will get the best of you. Yep. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
what, what did you say? What was your answer? My answer, I mean, I've never had Viagra. Uh, blue, chew. blue Chew. You have yeah. chewed the blue. Uh, blue Chew. I'd say take a chew. Take a little chew. Before the date? Uh, you're supposed to do it with like a half hour. Yeah. So, so maybe wait. If maybe wait and this? pop it. Do it, but plan a very short date. <laughs> <laughs> and when you pick them up, go, we're fucking, right? Yeah. You go, okay. We have 30 minutes. Business card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, how about that? Pick them up and go, hmm? Hmm? And show the blue shoe. <laughs> Am I taking this? Do I take it now? I want to, I want to be ready for this, but it might take me. You just pull I take a, it later. You yeah. pull a Morpheus. <laughs> I don't know what the red pill is, though. <laughs> it's just a, a Hall's cough drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With hair on it and yes. a Which one do you want? <laughs> Which wait, one do you want wait. me to take? Then she takes the blue shoe. <laughs> yeah. like, Uh-oh. Ooh, I don't know wow. what happens to you. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Let's yeah. find out. Uh, yeah. No, this was this was so much fun. It was. I do have uh Yes, advice. I want to hear some of this. It's so long. We're, we're at two hours. It's Valentine's Day. It's, All right. It's Ash Wednesday. Right. It's, it's, it's Ash Wednesday. It's Palestine's Day. It no, is. No. Pal- yeah, it is Palentine Day. Uh, so these are, we've given our advice here in 2024. Yeah. Uh, and it's advice for a modern era. We've yeah. talked about, uh, you know, uh, dating apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked about uh, other things. Fast drink. I'm a little punch drunk right now. Yeah. Uh, so here's some advice that I thought. I, you know what's funny? I pulled this because I'm like, oh, we don't know if we have enough material. <laughs> I know. Two hours later, I'm like, I guess I'll rush through this. Yeah. Uh, here's some advice that is from a lot of different eras mm. for dating, just mm-hmm. to and, and relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the person writing in about newlywed advice, this there's stuff in here that can apply to you as well. Oh, that's good. Uh, number one, don't be too sexual. Hmm. That's fair. Okay. In his 1922 book, Happiness and <laughs> Marriage, okay. Dr. William Josephus Robinson. Mm-hmm. Josephus? Josephus? Is it an S or a C? S. Josephus. Josephus. Just, just Josephus. Josephus. Jump at Jehoshaphat. Doctor. Dr. William jo- Josephus Robinson said, being frigid was a bad thing, mm-hmm. but somewhat surprisingly, swinging too far in the opposite direction was much worse oh no brad's better off than me in fact that kind of wife was in robinson's words a great danger to the health and even the very life of her husband (laughs) wow oh so this is for women yeah okay he goes on to say that this type of wife can literally be called a vampire he said literally wow in 1922 uh and he said just just as the vampire sucks the blood of its victims in their sleep while they are alive, so does the woman vampire suck the life and exhaust the vitality of her male partner or victim. This is Whoa, if, she, this is if she's too horny? Yeah, if she's yeah. too sexually like... Yeah, I don't know if this... She's taking all the, yeah, vig- I, the vim know, and the vigor. I, d- I disagree with this guy. I want to do my own research. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you are a do-your-own-research guy. Uh, and now this one... It is from uh, the late 1800s, but I would say it applies to now. More than ever? In a more particular oh. sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is about the dangers of dating a philosopher. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 this writer said, you know, it's dangerous to date a philosopher. Yes, I would of say this applies current day yeah. to comedians and like, you know, personalities, yeah. YouTubers, whatever, mm-hmm. podcasters, yep. basically everybody in the room. Yeah. Uh, William Kenrick, author of The Whole Duty of Woman. A lot of men writing about what women should yeah. do. 
William Kenrick, author of The Whole Duty of Woman. I found all these books on your shelf. How did he uh, spell how, <laughs> how did he spell whole? <laughs> Uh, he warned against making a husband of a philosopher. Not mm-hmm. only would he basically be inside his own head thinking important thoughts mm-hmm. all the time. That's comedians. But he would also, quote, hold thee inferior to his profound wisdom. <laughs> oh. and, like, like if he calls himself a doctor uh, genius? Yes, yes. <laughs> and be wanting in the duties of his family. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But, uh, you know, when you are dating, don't fall for a smooth talker oh a Uh-oh. silver tongue yeah silver see tongue. these are like a list of it actual advice yeah this is good curation for maybe 10 minutes in the car some people can have a show. golden heart and a silver tongue that is true and a green thumb and a bronze asshole teen ears <laughs> oh yeah yeah crocodile tears <laughs> don't fall for smooth talkers okay okay i won't uh veterinal vidilks warned <laughs> In uh, a letter of genteel and moral advice to a young lady. Good. This is from Vettenhall Vidilks. Yes. Uh, he said, any man who flies into raptures, drops hyperbolic compliments, or makes dramatic vows involving his own death is frankly full of it. This applies to both of yes, them. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just kill myself? <laughs> like making a huge big proclamation of it. I know. Vilks wrote, if you cannot help believing him, I, I need to do a ger- German accent. If you cannot help believing him, only recollect the old phrase, violent things can never last. Whoa. What a beautiful line. I'm yeah. going to get that as a tramp stamp. Yeah. I'm going to get wow. that tattooed. Violent yeah. things can never last. Yeah. Huh. I like that. Good to know. Any ladies that are uh, out there looking at uh, Chuck and Brad, just remember, big proclamations about their own death is a warning sign. I wouldn't say it's a proclamation, more of a prediction. <laughs> I like the idea a of, of yes. some woman going, oh, oh good boy. <laughs> uh, this one, don't fall in love. Good when advice. When you're trying to fall in love, don't fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what I said at the beginning of any date I ever went on. Listen. Don't fall in love, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but I'd be talking about the mozzarella sticks. <laughs> in the 1793 book. Wow. This is from 1793. Yeah. The country is new. Yeah. Uh, the book is called The Young Lady's Pocket Library or <laughs> Parental Monitor. Wow. It recommended avoiding the L word entirely. In fact, according to the book, when a lady's heart, quote, has the misfortune to be attacked by love, it's time for her to tell herself that it will only harm her in the long run and get out of here before more damage is done. (laughs) That's wild. Yes. Ah, yeah. Uh, And, uh, you know, don't teach women about sex. Yeah, good choice. Don't teach women about sex. Yeah. Nothing good can come from this. No. You know? Let them find out about right, festering. Right, right. right? Yeah. Let festering be a fun surprise. Yeah. I like to be taught. What are you doing with that light bulb? Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. ha- uh. <laughs> Maurice Bigelow, author of the 1916 book, Sex Education, a series of lectures concerning knowledge of sex in its relation to human life. Wow. Wow, what a sultry book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, right. I'm wet. Yeah. <laughs> She advised that an adolescent girl should be told the scientific names of her sexual organs. Yes. 
quote, not because there are many uh, more vulgar names as in the case of boys, but because dignified names help attitude. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So if you say my vagina, you feel more. Yeah. yeah. My labia. My, my vulva. (laughs) My waves of labia. (laughs) Waves. (laughs) My waves of anger, Volvo. You know, really. Yeah, sorry, anyway. I'm very My tired. Endless folds. And she's <laughs> like waves lapping at the shores. <laughs> like a big loose pocket. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Like a basset hounds. <laughs> I do what they call the, the devil's fester, I go the other way. <laughs> Your class is almost (laughs) (laughs) the devil's pester. That's great. But uh, Bigelow cautioned against going into too much detail. Yeah, of course. Because that could in in uh, oh I I thought it was a woman. This Bigelow. It's in her words. Mm. Arouse curiosity that leads to exploration and irritation. So basically, like, don't don't teach women too much about their own bodies. They'll just masturbate all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And be to, to, crazy and sore. Yeah. That, I mean, hey, it's happened to me. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, where are my little folds? <laughs> uh, now, I think we, we should understand this. And any gentlemen that have, have written in for advice, just understand, be aware that women... And also any women that have written in that yeah. are sexually active and interested in sex. Just be aware that women aren't sexual. Mm. Yeah, good point. Right. That's a fact that's been written many, many times. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, Sylvanus Stahl. Sylvanus. Sylvanus. <laughs> Sylvanus. Ugh. Like, think Sylvester from the Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and then put anus. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. S-Y-L-V-A-N-U-S. I don't like Sylvanus. Sylvanus. I don't like that. Sylvanus Stahl. Stall's not great either. That was one of uh, that was one of uh, uh, um, oh man, Harry uh, Potter's professors. No, Lee, uh, Lee the Lesham. comic. No, the comic creator, Lee. Stanley. Stanley. It was one of Stan Lee's rejected oh, characters. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Sylvanus Stall. <laughs> what does he do? You don't want to know. Yes, Excelsior. Uh, Sylvanus Stall was author of What a Young Man Ought to Know. Oh, okay in which he advises that young men must keep themselves pure by avoiding things like novels because mm. they pollute the mind, <sighs> Brad. Uh, rats. Yep. A person with a dirty mind isn't likely to be pure in body either. Mm. I mean, I eat a lot of pizza. And this guy's mm. a fucking bookworm, yep. if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the main thing with newly married men uh, that they have to keep in mind, advice for our newlywed, yep. mm-hmm. Stahl says uh, that... Uh, in women, there exists less sexual desire and satisfaction than in men. Mm-hmm. Some women get moderate pleasure in sex, and a few a lot. But most are largely devoid of sexual pleasure. <laughs> wow. And I bet his wife was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they might be ill, or perhaps they go to too many parties or oh. eat indigestible food, yep, Brad. Yep, yep. Uh, or, <laughs> or simply read too many novels. Yeah, Jeez. wow, this guy hates literacy. Or maybe it's the fact that their tightly laced corsets have displaced all of their important sexual organs. I mean, that's kind of yeah, a thing, that, that's, but that's what he proposed. Yeah. 
uh, or perhaps he speculated the woman is just indifferent to sex. Mm, it's possible. Which could be due to the fact that she and her husband are a poor match or that she's chronically constipated. <laughs> <laughs> it affects it. Let yeah. me see your stools. Yes. Oh, you're a frigid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, yes, this is one for uh, Chuck Staten. Okay. This is a good piece it's of advice me. for Chuck. Uh, I've, I'm checking here. It's according to Bernard, not Bernard, Bernard, two R's at the end. Wow. Love it. Apparently, if you have a weird name, you're like, I've got opinions about sex. <laughs> I, I would love to do more of this, by the way, because this is just a brief little yeah. Yeah, like, like dive into this. Mm -hmm. There's so much fascinating, terrible, terrible <laughs> writing about like oh, yeah. relationships yeah. and sex oh, yeah. from the past. We'll do an episode. Yeah. We, mm -hmm. we really should. The history of the, the history of fucking. Yeah. yeah. Right. By fun bearable. Uh, this one is important to you. And I'm checking here. It's Bernard McFadden. I don't know if Bernard is a, a desk or a human being, but uh, <laughs> this is about how important semen is. Um, you know, longtime listeners of Fun Bearable will know uh, why that was funny, but other people won't. Yep. Um, <clears throat> according to Bernard, author of the 1918 book, Womanhood and Marriage, another just, yep. just a guy writing about these things. Yep. If your wife is just doing her duty during sex yep. meaning like just you know just being like like uh, marriage patriotic yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. do it for do it for the family yep. yeah that kind of thing yeah uh that's a very bad thing oh okay because it all boils down to the semen mm. mcfadden wrote that semen doesn't just help create a new life oh okay but it is also an important part of keeping a man's body strong <laughs> During sex, a man will discharge his creative fluids. That's that's poetic. <laughs> and if the wife provides a full response, then there seems to be an exchange of magnetism or energy. Uh, <laughs> I lost my flavor. Energy, which makes up for the loss of these creative fluids. Mm. Uh, but if his wife is just doing what she thinks is her wifely duty, uh -huh. then the husband will experience a loss of vitality. Oh, wow. But even if a woman is into it, sex shouldn't be had too often. Just remember our first piece of advice. Yep. Because, again, it's going to drain brain energy. Ooh. Oh, no. That's, that's, it, that's, that's why words. I'm so smart. It's his, yeah, <laughs> he's and so that's backed up. Why I'm so <laughs> <laughs> and now you go, and that's why I'm so smart. <laughs> oh, putting head. <laughs> putting heads just coming <laughs> uh, And he says uh, uh, if that happens, it makes a man less mentally capable and efficient. Mm, could be true. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Some wonderful advice. Yeah. Some for from some really great people. Yeah. Just the salt of the earth writers. The, the there. scientists of yesteryear. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The doctor geniuses of other times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's actually like such a Dr. Genius thing, right? <laughs> Come is my brain juice. <laughs> I, I was listening to, I have all these voice memos. Yeah. And I heard a Dr. Genius idea that I, I thought of like months ago that I forgot about. And boy, oh boy, I can't wait for the return of this guy. I just he picture, I picture a moment of you like 
this is gonna be graphic. I apologize, <laughs> but like, huh? Uh, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not losing any brain cells. <laughs> Give it back. That's why it looks like if a brain was liquid. Mm. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> you saying that to a woman? Yeah. She stole some my cue points from me. Yep. I hate it. Yeah. Probably <laughs> memories too. Yeah. I don't remember what it was like when I was two. Yes. Mm. And that's why as you get older, you forget more and more things. Yeah. Yep. Because you drop more semen out of your body. See? It all makes sense. Just yeah. look at my, read my book, please. Yes. Please read my book. Bernard, calm down. Please. That's what happened to my father. He was supposed to call me Bernard, but he came too many times. And he couldn't say D's. And he just kept walking around going, I came too much and now I'm um. <laughs> It's a sad story. It reads my book, please. Very sad. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I plan on being fully demented by 2030. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you all so much for writing in. Uh, Genuinely, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, it's very, very, very fun to go through. And if you have more questions that are advice based, I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. With no, this, sorry. but I, I, I want to say this. Um, if you have more questions about like dating advice, that's fine. Sure. I don't know why you'd ask us, but yeah. thank you. Uh, but if you have advice about other things, yeah. I would love to collect those pieces of advice that come in. Yeah, and occasionally do these kinds episode, of episodes yeah. sure. because. They're sneaky, genuine. Yep. Mm-hmm. We we shared a lot of personal stories, mm-hmm. learned about ourselves. They jog our memories. They yep. do. They our our memories jog. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they they add more funnies, more examples yeah. oh, to so, to goof yeah. and stuff. So it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. I love it. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, send us an email, funbearablepod at gmail.com or find the email link through funbearablepod.com. Can I can I do a serious quote here, like a, a sincere thing? Yeah. Uh, C.S. Lewis. Watch yourself, counselor. Said, "To love it all is to be vulnerable." Love anything, and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. Mm. That's very good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, C.S. Lewis problematic in other areas, but, yeah, but that's you, a very but nailed this one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh you know I I know we joked about it, but you know I think we all just want the fun bears to all be happy. Yeah. For and sure. C.S. Lewis he wrote that quote after he uh, had a pretty bad breakup, and originally um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe mm-hmm. was called that Lion Bitch in the Closet. <laughs> 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 I, th- I thought he was, I thought it was going to be the lion, the lion, my girlfriend, and the wardrobe. Yeah, I really like that lion bitch in the closet. Right. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening and or watching for Ray Harrington and Chuck Staten. I'm Brad Roar saying thank you so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable. Mm-hmm.